Welcome to Crossway Church Sermons Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, www.crosswayaz.com. Subscribe to our weekly podcast in iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, and the podcast app. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Crossway Church AZ and share this podcast link with a friend. If you live in the Phoenix area, come visit us at 3464 West Earl Drive, Phoenix, Arizona, 85017, located in Suite E. Service times are at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings and prayer services at 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Now, let's dive right in. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Welcome to uh, our online Bible study. Uh, pastor Jeremy Rodriguez, uh, Senior Pastor of Crossway Church. We got Pastor Michael. Hey, guys. <laughs> if y'all didn't know uh, what happened yesterday, if you guys didn't watch it online or you weren't even on, uh, in, in person, it was absolute fire. So now, uh, as Michael's spitting fire, it just burned out his throat, and he's, he's going to do his best with what he can. So, but we also got Minister Lewis here. Praise God. How you guys doing? Blessed. Yeah. Right there. All right. Okay. Praise God. As you can see, we got a lot of uh, fun stuff we're working on really, really soon. I'm going to have Michael actually controlling this computer, which will uh, monitor all the um, all the stream stuff, pretty much everything that we do uh, pertaining to the stream. So, like, uh, the comments and everything, he'll be the one uh, monitoring all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got Pastor Chris over in uh, Maricopa. Hallelujah. You, oh, I, I, I muted you, didn't I? Or are you good? I, I unmuted it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know if you forgot about me. It's all good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm sorry, my man. I'm sorry. No, no, it's good. It's good. So, Praise the Lord, man. I'm excited to be here. It's going to be good. So Pastor Chris. I'm going to go ahead and turn this actually towards Michael. He can actually control it from there. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and let him start Thanks today. I might as well start. Getting used to it. I'll just control the mics and stuff like that. Um, we have an awesome, cool little feature we're going to start adding on. Some of you all get the text messages. Um, at the end of our time here, um, we're going to also take in phone calls for prayer. So if you have a prayer for a family member, pray that God gives you, uh, you know, uh, a deliverance, whatever it might be. It doesn't matter what it is. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. I'll, I'll figure it out. Today's the first day, so if we have hiccups, blame Pastor Chris because he told me about this thing. <laughs> and just real quick, um, Pastor Chris, go ahead and talk, and if you can hear him, because I can't hear him, so okay, hold on. Just we'll give a thumbs up if you can hear everybody speaking. Okay, check. Go on, Pastor Chris, keep talking. Can you hear him now? Yeah, I'm talking. You hear? Mm-hmm. I hear him. Yeah, could be your headset. Might be my headset. <clears throat> what if you hear? Jeez. Hallelujah. <laughs> it wasn't in all the way. <laughs> How's that now? Go ahead, Pastor Chris. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, okay. I can hear you. All right, we're okay. all good. Well, we're so excited to have you guys here. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, uh, I can see that the conviction was on Sister Marissa because we were talking, talking about how she wasn't watching. And now she's online. And uh, Pastor Anthony, there he is right there online as well. Well, we thank you guys. Do me a favor. Uh, hit that share button. 
uh, do your best. Let's get the word out. We're going to go through chapter 11. Again, we talked about it about last week, how uh, Genesis can actually be separated in about two parts from chapter 1 to chapter 11. And then uh, on, the first uh, 11 chapters is really about God and the world and how he was establishing everything and putting everything into place. And then everything after that is pretty much, as soon as we get in chapter uh, 12, it's pretty much God and Abraham and, and all the you know, uh, and his sons and lineage yes. from there, and then Joseph. Uh-huh. So, um, but we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Uh, Minister Lewis, why don't you go ahead and lead some prayer? Amen. Before we pray, I wanted to just thank God for my wife being here. We have someone in the audience here. I know. So we got. You know what? I think that. I think that's something we're also going to start doing as well. We'll start bringing in people. I mean, uh-huh. we got the church for it. Why not do Amen. that? Amen. If y'all want to start coming in live. Uh, well, just do me a favor. We're going to set it up so that way we can do that because I think that'd be great. Just having some people and just have our own little revival. And Pastor Chris, you're going to miss out on it because you're going to need to be here. <laughs> Amen. <Whatever>. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's uh, pray. Father, we just thank you for this time together. We want to thank you for that powerful message that Pastor Mike preached on that we're consecrated vessels of God. I just pray for your presence here. I pray, Lord God, for the ministry of the Holy Spirit, Father God, to teach us your word. I pray for revelation. I pray that we would decrease, oh, Lord God, um, and that you would increase, Lord God. You told us to study. You told us to talk about the word of God. You told us to read your word. You told us to be a hearer and a doer of your word. So I pray for your anointing. Give us the gift of teaching, oh God. And I pray for all those that are online. Lord God, they, they, they would join in into this Bible study. Uh, get a, uh, give a shout out, a uh, uh, text, a uh, message, anything. A thumbs up that we are together uh, to lift up the name of Jesus and talk about the word of God, yes, God and to break bread. So we just thank you right now for your love. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity we have to come together through this technology. It's just amazing. So we give you all praise, glory, and honor. And we thank you, Father, and continue to heal Michael's voice, Pastor Michael's voice, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your love in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Well, that's fine. That's what the whole point point of having mics so you can get really close, and that one's yours, so that way you, you, know, you're, you and your cooties can stay on that. <laughs> We're gonna get right into it. Let's open up our Bibles to Genesis chapter eleven. Um, if you don't have it, we're gonna try our best. I, again, we're working on everything. We're trying to get it so that way we can show it on the screen as well. We're also gonna have it up here as well. But I encourage you have a hard Bible. Don't always don't always rely on. On digital right. stuff, you know, I have like what a commentary. I got two other ones, but uh, as I'm going to use this I'm, so that we can see exactly what we're reading at the same time. So, hey, I know I can't see you guys, but pick up your swords. Come on, battle! This is your sword right here, the physical Bible. Come on! If you don't have one, you should get one. Um, I don't know why you haven't yet. Come and on then now. also, just because you're at home doesn't mean you can just sit there and watch, Ooh. participate. Come on now. Praise God. We're not going we're not going to go too yeah, we're, not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna go too hard yet. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. Uh, Genesis chapter eleven, verse one. Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. And as people migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, Come and let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. So God had given them the I believe they had gained the knowledge of, of creating buildings. So this is what this is talking about. Uh, and burned them thoroughly, and they had brick for stone and bitumen for mortar. Uh, they said, come let us build ourselves a city and a tower 
with its top in the heavens and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we disperse over the face of the whole earth. So already they're trying to, again, it, it's, it's about making a name for themselves. Uh, it's about saying, instead of saying, you know, being really who God called them to be, it's, it's, it's more like, let me see if I can get my name out there. Go ahead. I don't know, we're probably just going to go right off the bat. So when it came to the building, actually, when it came to the tar, this is what God had told Noah to build with. In Genesis 6, God told Noah to build a boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar inside and out. So what they're building here is they're using the same technology that God gave Noah. Come on. They were taking what God gave Noah to make to keep him pure, to keep him safe from the storm. Now they're building it to exalt themselves and to build a stronghold for themselves. Come on now. We're going right off the bat. You know, we can't be using the Bible, which is meant to keep us safe from the storm, to try to build ourselves. Oh, man. Can we go there? We're just going to go there. Drop it, drop it, drop <laughs> it. Come on, come on. I mean, let's just go in strong. You know, why, why hold back? Um, so we already see here, they're already in rebellion. They just, these are the descendants of Noah, and they just got into rebellion. God told Noah and his descendants, go into the earth, be fruitful and multiply. What did they do? They said, now we're going to build a a city right here and we're going to exalt ourselves into the heavens. And I believe they they were trying to overthrow God by building into the heavens. They were trying to build a name for themselves. Come on. From the jump, they're already in rebellion. My goodness. This shows the frailty of man and how dangerous our flesh is becoming how defiled it is and why we needed a savior. Right. So they were already off the bat in rebellion. My goodness. And too many people operate in rebellion. Oh. Unchallenged. Come on. And we're just going to go there. So if you guys have anything, we're just going to go no, and no. jump and we're going to go hard. I mean, that's, that, to be honest, if you, even, if you even think about this, you can even apply this a lot to today's church mm-hmm. because they're building things in, re- in, in actual rebellion. They want to make a name for themselves. Right. Let me build up a church with my name. Right. Let me, uh, ooh, what'd you do? Oh, that's you your You got too close. That's uh, your... Let me go ahead and bring it down. Um, they want to do things in in their name. They want to do it. Let me let me see how much I can get my name put on on uh, on what you call it on on Instagram. Let me right. see how much I can get my name written on Facebook. Let right. me ha- let me make a name for myself. Right. That's why you see all these uh, these pulpit pimps pretty much just doing what they what they think they can do. Right. And I'm talking about that. I'm talking about that. Sell themselves out. They sell out their churches because that's all they want. They want to become a name for themselves yeah. instead of actually lifting up the name of Jesus. Right. And what ends up happening? You get churches. I'm sorry to say it. You get churches like Lakewood with uh, people like Olstein that never treat really truly teach the word, the real word of God. And the second that someone even comes around trying to teach the word of God, they just like, oh no, that's too much for us. Yeah. Let's teach about blessings. Let's teach about God. And, and that's what's happening here. Just like that. They built their churches off the blessings of God on the shoulders of giants. Because Joel Osteen's dad used to teach the gospel. John Osteen. Yeah. He used to actually, yeah, he, was he was a powerful, a real, pre- oh a man, that guy was, all yeah. of a sudden his son comes along and, and changes everything. Yeah. And now it's all how you can have your blessed life. Mm. How you can be encouraged. Instead of, you're a sinner, you need to come back to God, you need to get delivered, and you shouldn't be sucking up that, that alcohol and, and sucking down that cigarette. You need Jesus. Come you on. can't have that. You can't be a Nestorite worshiper by, by uh, diluting the temple of God. And that's what, that's, that's what this is like, a representation of what's happening today, is again, people are building up. They said, come, let's build ourselves a city. That means they're, they are planning on getting others to come into agreement with their sin mm-hmm. with them. 
My God, can I tag on that? Come on. Let me tag Go on ahead. that. Tag team. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm <laughs> tagging on that. We're coming raw. When, when in Genesis, get ready, 10, Pastor Chris. In Genesis 10, when uh, Pastor Jeremiah and I and 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 we were talking about this. Mm. Okay, they had eaten of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil. Yep. Right. Yeah. So God reiterated what He had told them to do because at this point, uh, it was a verbal command. Right. Right. So God said to spread around the entire earth, but yet they still wanted to be rebellious and come together and make make a name for themselves. Now, what I oh, wanted to no. talk about, too, which is important, I wanted to read this because I think it's important, uh, about unity. Okay, mm. um, and, and again, I don't want to get ahead of it, but we're coming raw. I want to read in Psalms 133. We're talking about being unified, and as we read in the uh, in the rest of this 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 uh, the the scripture here, is the power of unity. Right. Look what this says in Psalms 133. It says, "Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity." Now, unity, there's a power. Many hands make a heavy load light. So when these people are coming in unity. They're actually executing uh, a power and authority, but they were in rebellion. And it, you, you, you would think that they would be in fear of the Lord and said, okay, we want to obey God. But here they are coming together to uh, erect a tower, and we're going to be talking more about that. Come and on. you see how it increases, it increases with evil. Instead of like what Pastor Mike was saying, that when they had the knowledge to build an ark, but they used that knowledge to come against God. Right. Let me let me tell you let me tell you something. You cannot fight against God. Right now. <laughs> Obedience is better than sacrifice. sacrifice. Let me tell you, for all those that are watching, anybody who wants to come against God and be rebellious, you're gonna pay a price and you're gonna fall. And how great that fall is gonna be. It, when you come against God in rebellion, it's like witchcraft, mm-hmm. and it's like idolatry. Come on. Right. So obedience is better than sacrifice. So the same unity they had, they were supposed to, uh, they were supposed to spread. They were using that the power of unity to come against God and what God had told them to do. Come on. I mean, that's Pastor? A, that's uh, Pastor Chris. Go ahead, real quick, before I, I go back to it. Go ahead, going. No, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. so you're you're ta- basically what you're bringing uh, uh, obedience to better sacrifice. That's Saul. That was, that's what Samuel was talking to Saul about. Yeah. Now again, this all has to deal with. If you really look about it, it all has to go back. Like you were saying, back to Eve. Yeah. It all that's that's what original sin is. Is you think you can do it without God? Oh come on. That's now. the whole point. Yeah. Eve. She decided, I want to eat of the, uh, the knowledge of fruit of Eve. I want to eat the fruit of Eve, uh, meaning that she no longer trusted God's knowledge mm-hmm. of fruit of uh, 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 good and evil. Yeah. She wanted to have it, so she wanted to rely on herself. That's what the original sin really is, yeah. is trying to do everything without God. Like we were, I was talking with, uh, what was it, Pastor Chris uh, mentioned it yesterday, and I was talking about when I was reading Jeremiah, yeah. how they, crea- they carved out uh, cisterns for themselves instead of saying, I'm going to go to the fountain. That's the problem with the world today. Is that they want to do things without God? Uh, let me try. Let me try to write a worship song without God. Have you oh, noticed man. that some of these worship songs are so? Uh, they go in the studio. Yeah. yeah they, well, no, 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 not just that. They, not just that they go in the studio. No, no, the, no. But they write it. They yeah. go in thinking it's like you can do like just in the world. Yeah, exactly. Write a song. Let's just write a song. Let's go sit down in the studio and see what God, uh, God happens. Up. No. Mm. Some of the best songs. 
Pastor Chris is getting one ready. I'm telling you guys right now, is birth and revival. Some of the best songs yeah. are written in, in revival. Yeah. Uh, who was it, Pastor Chris? You were telling me yesterday about Let It Rain. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You were telling me yesterday about uh, how, how the song Let It Rain was, be, uh, was, uh, was birthed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How yeah, it, it was, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So what happens is if you look at the day's music, who was that girl? Um, uh, what's that? She's so super poppy, but when she talks, she's actually. Lauren Daigle? Uh, not Maybe. Lauren Well, that's one. Okay, we'll, call, we'll hold on to her for a second. I'm talking about the other one. Love the way you hold me. Uh, Whoever that girl is, we'll do that one. That song is so vague. It it could be played on a secular radio station, yep. and you could think it's meant for the uh, person of the opposite sex. It yep. was not it's not directly written as as to God, and that's the problem. Is that music today? I'm sorry, Caleb Air One. You gotta, you guys gotta repent because I've heard. I went back and re-listened to some of the songs that are on there. Man, they are vague, and they play songs by like Lauren Daigle, who who literally went on a radio station interview. They asked her, "What does she believe that homosexuality is a sin?" And she goes, "You know what? I I want to leave that up to God instead of actually coming out straight about saying it and actually having mm-hmm. conviction in her heart to say something." Mm-hmm. So, I think what we need to address here is on the pastor Chris preached couple weeks ago was about the altars of man and the altars of God. Come on. These men, they were building something, but it wasn't to glorify God. They were building something birthed in pride. And when you think about it, what was the first sin ever created or not ever created, ever committed? Ever. Pride. With Lucifer. Pride. Pride. He said, I'll exalt myself above the stars of God. Oh, come on now. The first sin ever created was pride. Come on. Pride that was in heaven. Yep. Yeah. But I feel like this is where we need to talk is on the altars that were built. Because they were building an altar, but it wasn't for God. They were building something to establish a name for themselves. To lit themselves up, yeah. Mm. I feel like if Pastor Chris was just to go in and talk about what he was saying, because he said a lot of good stuff. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, no, it's, you know, um, just to build off of everything you guys are saying, uh, God's initial intent was for for people to spread across the earth, not congregate in one place. Come on. And, you know, in the beginning, he even told mankind, he will multiply, fill the earth, exactly what uh, Michael just said. Now, because he wanted the whole earth populated, um, this command was a foreshadow of the Great Commission. Come on. If you think about it, when Jesus and his disciples they were told to repopulate the earth, right? They were right? told to yeah. go all people, multiply. What was given to them? It was given to them a new language. They spoke with tongues of fire. Now, when they, when like you guys are talking about the religious system, which is operating under the spirit of Nimrod, which is what is happening here. This is the spirit of Nimrod, who is using the things of God to build significance for themselves. Come on. Wow. And what they were trying to do is they were trying to build security and they were trying to build significance. And they were using things of God to build up their own thing. So the same way that the Holy Ghost gave the disciples in the upper room a new language to unify them, you'll know when it's a spirit of Nimrod because no one can get on the same page to get things done. It's oh. a counter 
anointing, a counterfeit gospel, and it speaks nothing to actually unify and Oh, man. That's nasty. That's nasty. It might look high and it might look wide. Oh. It might be a lot <laughs> But it don't have nothing to do with what God wants to do. They're in one place, oh. and God is to fill the earth with the power. Of I don't oh know about God. you. I'm trying to share this thing again and again on Facebook. A, Y'all should be sharing this. Are you going to uh, give them a big amen on that come, one? I, I, I wish I, I should. But, but can it. I just say this? We're coming out. We're coming raw, <laughs> and, and this is it's going to get ugly. But what the Holy Spirit told me is one of the reasons why God wanted everyone to spread. Is so that the earth can be filled with his glory. Come on now. Yes. With his glory. Tag on that, Pastor Chris. Tag on it. <laughs> his image bearers. It's his image bearers. Oh, my People God. People that are, are reflecting him. Notice Adam and Eve. They, he said, oh, let us make man in our image. Come on. In our likeness. Be fruitful, multiply, and, 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 and fill the earth. Come on. But what happens with the spirit of Nimrod, it's a counterfeit spirit mm. that is no longer, we're not trying to build it in God's image or with the reflection of Christ, but they reflect each other. Right. It's whatever the latest church trends are. Oh. Whatever fits into them. And, and, and all of them are looking the same and sounding the same. <laughs> but it's a Nimrod spirit that's building something high and building something wide, but it's not actually moving forward the gospel all over the world. Oh, man. man. Okay, so the gospel hurts. come on now. The gospel moves you. The gospel convicts you. I love that I went to church on a Sunday morning yesterday and got convicted. I love that I went to church yesterday and the pastor came my face and told me something. Come I on. love, man, everybody's running from that stuff. Come on, somebody. Come on. It's time to see the gospel go forward that's actually going to you and actually going to require from you take where we don't feel significant and we don't feel secure because we know the only one who's significant is Jesus. <laughs> come on we know we're nothing without come on now come on now Come on. Oh, come on so, so, so I know, right? So if y'all get a chance, um, <laughs> Pastor John Kilpatrick yesterday was on a uh, fresh start church yesterday. And he, okay. and he taught something that was, he said that there's going to be a time when the reap, the, the, the wheat and the terror will gather together and it's not, and those who are holy will gather together. God will do it. It's not man will do it. And if you notice that's what's happening is that more and more those things are happening. The wheats and the tares are gathering together. What that, what happened in Houston this last weekend where people got killed at a concert because they were gathering together for some ungodly concert, but yet at the same time, there was how many thousand people to uh, at, the, at, at, at a revival conference? Man, that place was so jam-packed. The lines went far because God is calling his people together. Yet at the same time, those who are coming together, the wheats and the tares shall be destroyed. There is coming a time where people are going to start coming together again to hear the righteous voice and the glorious voice of God. God. And yet they are. there's going to come a time where also they are going to come together and they're going to come against the sound because they don't like the sound. Why? Because the 
sound of God challenges them. The sound of God convicts them. The sound of God shows the deficit in them and they are ungodly. The the sound of God, the sound of revival will expose every darkness in you. That's what fire in you, that's That's what what fire does. Fire Fire exposes, light exposes. So when you got the light in you and you walk around darkness, they're going to get mad at you because you're exposing their nakedness. You're exposing their darkness. And that's what God has called them to do so that they might step in the light, that they get out of the darkness, and that they might get caught on fire and they might be a light in the darkness as well. I don't know if you're saying amen online, but I should be getting some amen. Come on now. Man, this is why we need people up in here. Oh my God. Oh, the yeah. gospel is, is aggressive. It is provoking. It takes territory. Come on now. The gospel takes territory. It's not defensive. Come on now. It's offensive. Everything that God does isn't, I want to say like this, God isn't worried about what's happening in the nation, but he sees it and he's saying, I'm going to release greater power mm-hmm. and a greater work. To what the devil thought that he was doing, watch how I'm going to push back because the kingdom of God suffers violence. Oh, <laughs> say it, say it, yeah, yeah. drop it, say drop this. it. The violent ones take it by force and the violent ones advance the kingdom. Oh, come on. Wow. See it, revival and the spirit of God is global. But it is up to us to take the spirit and the territory of God and to claim a territory for the glory. In Malachi 1, it says, even from the setting, rising of the sun to the setting of the same, going down on the same. my name shall be glorified Amen. in all of the earth. So all of the earth is subject to the glory of God. So no matter what, it's going, the whole earth is going to be full of the glory of God. Ooh, but man. we get the part in taking territory yes. for the glory. Yes. We advance <laughs> it by fire. We Come advance on. it in aggression. Come on. Because we are not some whamsy, pamsy, pansy Christians. Yeah. Come on, man. We don't Come get punched. We aren't the devil's punching bag. <laughs> but the devil is our punching bag. Mm, Come on, now. We eat giants for bread. Come on. Just now. like the children of Israel and Joshua, they're going to say, yeah, so we eat giants for our bread. My God. They are food for us. We cut off the head of Goliath with his own sword. Come on now. My goodness. We're changing the title of this. To, uh, Pastor Anthony said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up on the screen. What, we're what going to rename it. Revival Bible study, man. Amen. Amen. You know what? We have the fire of the Holy Spirit, and we're going to speak with fire. (laughs) Amen. You know what I was thinking? When when the children of Israel gathered in Mount Sinai, and the glory of God came, and he was in a dark cloud, and he spoke. He spoke so powerful. They couldn't hear. They didn't want to hear his voice. They said, Moses, you go up there. Because when God speaks, my God... There, there's, 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 there's a shakening. There, there's a quickening. And you know what? We need to hear the voice of God. We need to hear that sound. We need to hear God bring conviction. Say it. You know what? We want to be like Christ. Come we on. We want to be obedient. Come on. We want to do the will of the Father. Don't let anybody stop you from doing the will of God and taking territory. You know, my wife was showing um, a, a video of Brother Chris. He was out there preaching the gospel. Yes, and I said, I said, you know what? Where is he at? He should have told me. We would have been there <laughs> preaching the gospel. Because let me 
tell you something. We're bold as a lion. The righteous is bold as a lion. And for all you cowards, uh, it's time to rise up and begin to stand for Christ. To live as Christ and to die as gain. We need to speak the unadulterated word of Come God on. to crush the forces <laughs> of darkness and speak life into people. Come on. I gotta calm down. Come on. I gotta oh. calm down. It's time for us to stop. I'm tired. I, you know, I had a friend of mine who's going to this weak watered down church that doesn't preach deliverance, doesn't preach Holy Ghost. Oh, fire, drop it, drop it. And all they want to talk about is God will bless you. Oh, and they man. don't want to convict people of their sin. <laughs> they want to accept their sin and say, well, God loves you, brother. You don't really need the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I went to a church that said we don't even need we don't even need the Holy Ghost. I would say, uh-uh, I gotta go. It's time for us to take our authority and walk by faith and not by sight and tear down the works of darkness. I, First John chapter 3, verse 8. I think it's safe to say Genesis 11 just went out the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He no, had to turn me down. My decimals went off the table. I had to turn you Sorry. down. No, that's all right. Uh, speaking of, by the way, uh, Brother Chris, I know you're watching online. I got something for you. My God. Oh, uh, what is that, a bellow? <laughs> it's, it's a bullhorn. bullhorn. This is for you to take with you because I know you're ready to go hit the streets. It's got Crossways logo right up on it. That's for you to come pick up and ready to go. I, I know I saw your little speaker. I was like, man, I got oh, something man. better for him. We got something ready to go on. There's something that's going to sound the alarm in this place. So this is, I want you to get ready, man. Oh, man. Oh. Praise God. By, by the way, Brother Chris, so, I'm proud of you, brother. I am so proud of you going out there preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, man. I mean, we can stay on this topic and keep on going. I mean, it's, it's, that's the best well, thing. I did want to mention one thing. Go ahead, go ahead. I did okay. want to say one thing. Go ahead. Because they were building, and they were building something that was a counterfeit. Notice what the Bible says in Ephesians. It talks about that you won't know what is the breadth, length, depth, and height. Come on. And, and those are building terms. It says you will know what that is. What is right. the breadth, length, depth, and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Mm, my my. And what a lot of times is exactly what uh, Michael started this off saying that the same techniques, the download that God gave to Noah. They took as a counterfeit to try to build something to themselves. <laughs> Drop it. And, and without, we might, you know, we're trying to know what is the breadth, length, and depth, and height, but it's to build ourselves. <laughs> oh, come on. Of significance. And it's not really to know the love of Christ, right? So what is it to be complete? Um, the word integrity means wholeness. It means mm. completeness. Yeah. And a lot of times with the spirit of Nimrod, it causes us to do things Without the integrity of the Holy Spirit. Oh, dude. <laughs> Sounds like religion. So completeness and integrity means that you have all the parts or elements that you lack nothing, whole, entire, or full. That oh. is finished, it's ended, it's concluded, it's having all the customary characteristics, skills, or the like, consummate, perfect, and kinder quality, thorough, entire, total, undivided, uncompromised, and unmodified. A complete victory is a good way to say it. 
So what, what a lot of times what the church today is doing is they're trying to know what the breadth, length, depth, and height is to build monuments to men, movements to men, but there is no actual revival taking place. Oh. If there's no revival to take oh, place, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. And that's what causes us to walk in integrity and see a true move of God that won't crumble. Lord, as have mercy. Because monuments of men crumble. Come on, somebody. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Let's think about it. Go on. Let's just reference Genesis 11 in context. What did God do? He confused them and he destroyed the tower. There it is. Oh. <laughs> Man, I've, we don't have a crowd here, but... <laughs> I don't care if it's sound effects. I don't know. We need, we need. There, should, there should be somebody on this chat uh, just saying hallelujah. Wow, thank you, Jesus. Because you know God what? God is starting to reveal people. God is starting to shine out in people. And that's the thing is for there to be revival, we must expose the darkness. We cannot, it, for, for revival of fire to exist, there must expose the darkness. So, man, if y'all can do me a favor, again, share this thing like crazy because I'm telling you, someone needs to hear this. There's somebody out there with the spirit of religion trying to build towers for themselves and build themselves up. And these, again, we'll call them what they are, pulpit pimps, trying to, to, to get themselves to be all high and mighty and then preaching and, then, and they're teaching. Well, that's great that you're teaching theology. I get that. But people don't want to hear theology. They don't want to hear that. They want to hear that God loves them. They want to share that. They want to see a fire of God. Theology is great for the Christian who's already received God. But those who are lost they're not looking for theology they're looking for a, a love of god they're looking for a, that, that god loves them yeah you see the christian is meant you and i when we receive jesus christ that's what i need i need to learn more about god at the study of god yeah i need that but those who are out there you don't they don't want to he- hear about hermeneutics they don't want to hear about theology that's not what a drug addict needs to hear out there because the second you start teaching about all your knowledge all you're doing is teaching about your knowledge instead of showing them showing them being an actual person, showing the love of God for those who need the love of Jesus. Amen. And can I say this? You know, a lot of people have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. And we need to come out of religion. We need to come out of our stinking thinking and begin to think like God, come on. think like hey. Jesus, hey. do the will of God. And I tell you what, if you're going to build a foundation, that foundation better be the foundation of Christ. Because if you build your house on the sand, you're going to fall, especially when you go through something. And I tell you what, these people, and when I'm at these people, these people who think that they're religious, like, I'm just going to say this, and I share this with Pastor Jeremy. I talked to a friend of mine about the truth of the gospel, and I'm telling you what. Uh, it, it might have severed our friendship, but at least I told him the truth. truth. We need to understand this is about truth, and the truth is going to make and set you free. You don't right. want to live a lie. We need to make sure that if we're going to build a foundation, that foundation has to be Christ. Come right. on. Amen. <laughs> yes. And grow in grace and take toward territory over the devil and fight this good fight of faith because we're in a war. you got to fight for your salvation. We're just here to tell you that the devil's a lie. The Bible says, blessed is the nation whose God oh, is the God. Lord. Oh. But a sin is a reproach to any people. You are going to a church that's watered down and want to tell you a lie and accept homosexuality? Yeah. Oh, Get out on. of that church. <laughs> Get out of that church. You better run from that church and don't teach the truth of God's word. I'm talking about 
Any church, I don't care who you are all across the world, if you're not preaching the gospel, if you're not preaching that Jesus Christ came in the flesh and rose from the dead on the third day, when he died and rose on the third day, you better get out of that church. You better get out of a church that's not preaching fire. You better get out of that church that ain't preaching deliverance. You better get out of that church that's always preaching, well, you can have anything you want from God without conviction without understanding what God's commandment says. Uh-uh, you better oh get out of that goodness. church. You better get out of a church and go to a full gospel church that preaches fire. My goodness. That, that's, look, <laughs> that's looking at. No, no matter how and I want to say this. Go ahead, go ahead, Pastor Chris. Oh, sorry. Well, I was going to say no matter how high they built the Tower of Babel. Come on. No matter how high they were able to build themselves up, in verse 6, well, actually, verse 5, it says, The Lord came down mm-hmm. to, see. to see the city. Yeah. And God sees everything. Size <laughs> and everything. And no matter how, how you build yourself up, mm. God's still looking down. Glory. Come on now. No matter how much you think that you're making yourself above, God still looks down. And the Bible says that the Lord came down. To see the city which the sons of men had built. God, he had to come so, down. Wow. Some people think they're in this lofty place where, you know, you're above the things of God. I just want to tell you, God looks down <laughs> at all of them. That's he true. looks down at the hearts of men. No matter how high you think you're building the places up, God, God's still looking down. Come on now. Now, as you said this, Holy Spirit brought it back. Probably one of the scariest verses in the Bible. And I'll read in Psalms 2, I'll grab a couple verses, watch this. Mm. The kings of the earth prepare for battle, the rulers prop together against the Lord. Verse 4, the one who rules in heaven laughs, the Lord scoffs at them. <laughs> man, man, oh. Man. What a terrifying thing to have God laugh. He sees what you're building, he's like, <laughs> really? Wow. Just to put context into what you're saying. And sorry, I didn't have my earpiece in. And I was going to go into is in a couple of things, Acts, and what the Apostle Paul said. Before the disciples were released into the earth, in the book of Acts, they first, Jesus told them, wait until I endure you with power. Come on now. See, too many people are trying to go into the earth without the power of the Holy Spirit. They're going in their own strength. They're, you, they, they, they're like the Spirit of Nimrod. They see what's working for an <coughs> another church. They see what's working over there. They say, let's even try this without the guidance of the Holy Spirit. (coughs) What happens? They build themselves up. Because they're operating outside of God. They're not operating on what God told them to do. And when we look at, in in 1 Samuel, when he's speaking to Saul, he says, rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. God spoke to the children of Israel. If any one of you is is, uh, practicing witchcraft or sorcery, he is to be put to death. That's what it says. Say it. My God. <laughs> and we allow that in the church. And that's just a whole other story about how we really need consecration. But look Come at on. it like this. There's so much that we say that's okay in the church of that, of, of, in the church that God never says it's okay. Come there on. are things that we build that God never told us to build. Right. We try building platforms and schedules that God never ordained or anointed. Oh. We operate in our own strength, falling after our own spirit, after a deceiving spirit. Yo. 
after the spirit of divination, the spirit of Python. In Acts 16, this woman was made, she, she may have been speaking the truth, but it was coming from a demonic spirit. Come on. People may be saying something that's right, but it's coming from a demonic spirit or even Come human on. spirit and human intellect. Without the power and the spirit and, the, and God's Holy Spirit. And our word, <coughs> we do not preach and we don't even convince people with the eloquence of our word as Apostle Paul said. I didn't come to you, Corinthians, in lofty in words. I didn't come to you with a dictionary full of words. <laughs> but he said, I came to you in power. 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 Yes, dunamis power. See, the religious spirit always tries to make up what it lacks in the spirit and the flesh. Come on. Mm, yeah. They don't have the power, so they look to loftiness. They look to themselves wherever they're strong in. They may be strong in shouting, and their shout doesn't have a lot of clout. Meaning that they don't have the Holy Spirit in their shout. Meaning that every shout that they do is birthed from their own strength. Instead of being powered by the Holy Spirit to go into the spiritual realm, to send shockwaves into the demonic kingdom, and to be a sonic boom in heaven that catches heaven's attention. Where all of heaven stops and angels are dispatched upon our words. Power is released. But what the religious people lack in the spirit, they make up in the flesh. Come on. So we we're just going to talk about, I was just, we just wanted to talk about that. My God. Can I tag on something go, what he was go, saying go too? Um, if you read about in the book of Acts, this man named Simon. And I, I want to talk about this because this is a real concern. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Pastor Anthony. Um, is the fact that uh, how can a man who's in soothsaying, necromancing, he's in sorcery uh, and claiming to be something in the church and the church cannot even discern in the book of Acts what the spirit of God is and what is the spirit of the devil. Right. And then, and then Peter the apostle had a discernment that this man was a man of guile and he was, uh, and the people was looking to him for answers. That's that's the thing. The spirit of Nimrod made himself of something. That word Shinar means the city of God. Right. And, and he was, uh, the Bible says he was a hunter, but he's actually a hunter of souls. He was the first so-called God king to bring the people together to rebel against God. We don't need to be following religious leaders, okay, like the Pope. Yes, I said it. <laughs> the Pope has accepted homosexuality. I mean, this, this man is a man from hell. And I'm sitting here saying, oh, my God. How, how in the world can, can you say something like that when the Bible is saying that marriage is honorable and the bed undefiled, God made a man and a woman. Oh. I'm telling you what, uh, I, I'm, I'm telling you, we need to understand, we need to have discernment of what is good and that which is evil. And Peter had discernment. He was able to rebuke this man, and then he's going to cry and say, oh, pray for me. For those who are walking religion, it ain't going to work for you. I hope you guys watch your combat boots. I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I'm I, telling you, we just got to come raw. Because if you're sitting there saying, you know what, I don't like what you're saying, you need to read the Bible. <laughs> you need to read what God says. And for those who say, you know what, I'm a good person, you're not good enough, you're going to bust hell wide open. All this Bible study it is leading to salvation. Mm. We need to understand that Jesus Christ came from heaven and died the worst death you can imagine. Pastor Michael was talking on that on um, Amp Night, and he died the worst death you can 
think of for you to have life in that more abundantly. We don't got time to be playing with this word. This word is true. This word is real. And it will do damage like Pastor Chris was saying. It will cut you like a knife. It's a two-edged sword. Pastor Jeremy says the word of God is a gladiator sword. And it, will, it was a long sword that Gladius, will cut yeah. you. Gladiator sword. It will cut you in half. So here's the thing. Uh, the word of God went forth in the book of Acts. It pricked their hearts. And some said, hey, what can I do to be saved? Others were hated God the more. So you can hate or you can love, but you're going to have to make that decision. Don't build your house on a, 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 on a foundation that will fall when storms will come and problems and situations and circumstances. We need to build our house on the solid foundation of Christ. Go ahead. I, I want to build off of that just a little bit here. Um, last week, Halloween. Oh, my God. October 31st. Day of hell. You had, I'm going to name drop a few names here. Drop it. You had a Sunday service, quote unquote, Sunday service with Kanye West, Justin Bieber, and Marilyn oh, Manson. And it just so happened that it was on Halloween day. These guys are dressed in, I don't know how you would even hear about this. Yeah. It looked like Halloween costumes of some kind. And the church, I mean, it doesn't have to be as blatant as the church accepting homosexuality. It doesn't have to be as blatant as the church accepting the Pope or these other things. But because there's these pulpit pimps, like you're talking about, Pastor Jeremy, that want to siphon off of what the, these these uh, these guys that already have a global platform, like Kanye West and Justin Bieber and everything else, and they want to post selfies with these guys and, and get involved with them to build themselves up, uh, uh, their own personal Tower of Babel that has nothing to do with the love of Christ. Trying to see if I can Did I cut in and out? No, no, you're good. Are you guys with me? We're with you. Okay. Yet last this weekend, Saturday, almost a week later, if you guys can still hear me, I don't know if you guys can still hear yes, me. Yeah, we're good. Yes. You're good. There's a concert. Eight young people, eight people died at a Travis Scott concert. Eight people. This the the entrance to this concert before I knew. Before I knew what was going on about any of this, I felt in my spirit before, and, and I, I say this before God, I felt in my spirit, I, said, I, I, I didn't even know how to say it. It freaked me out so bad. But when I heard these eight people were trampled to death at this concert, I said this was a sacrifice to Satan. And, and it was just before I really knew anything about it. And, and then I started to do a little research on this. And the portal to get into this concert was this big portal that looked like it was going into hell. And then the crowd was actually told to move forward and press in and press forward. This is a week after what happened on October 31st. Oh, my God. And you have these, these stages, these places, these towers that are being lifted up, and the church isn't doing anything about it. First of all, how can one be called good and the other not evil? We're calling evil good and good evil. And the church is accepting this like there's nothing like we're just going to sit back and let, let our young people die by a religion, a, a satanic sacrifice, and not say anything about it. It's horrible. That's oh it right God. there. It's disgusting to the core. Oh, my God. If you are challenged, 
And they, they, they crowd surf these dead bodies. Oh, my God. How, how many people died? You said eight? Eight people died. But this is a week after this ritualistic October 31st. And they're praying. I don't even know. You, you'd have to listen to it on your own time. But this is connected. And I know something is happening. And the church needs to wake up because it's not going to go away. The darkness is being embraced like it's light. Come on now. I'm going to jump in. If you are challenged and convicted, I fear that you are actually in the same group of people who will commit witchcraft. Come on. Say it. I'm afraid for you. I really am. If you are stirred to say, my God, have we fallen, came off of the wall. If you are trying to say, my God, if it's in me, if I fell asleep, Lord, forgive me. If you are challenged to ask yourself that, I don't know what to say for you. My God. To see that this is promoted, and you're telling me people aren't hungry for the real thing? Because the church hasn't offered the real Christ, they have to go to demons. Because the church came off of the wall and stopped offering the power in the nuclear warhead called the cross of Christ and the blood of Christ, they have to go to demonic blood and demonic crosses, demonic sacrifices, because the church stopped offering it. Come on now. Oh, my God. We got comfortable. The church got way too comfortable, and now we're losing young people. Mind you, souls. We don't live for works. We live for souls. Come on now. Come on. If this doesn't move you to say, God, have mercy, (coughs) I I fear where you stand with Christ. I even question if you're saved. Oh, my God. Can I tag on this? Go for it. Go for Listen it. to what I'm about to say, Pastor Chris, Pastor Jeremy, Pastor Michael. That stage, yeah. that stage was an altar yeah. of death. Yep. yep. Pastor Jeremy, those three artists are priests of the devil. Justin Bieber was in deep depression. Who was going to commit suicide? This is after he got married. And then he hooks up with Hillsong with their adulteress, the founder of Hillsong. I know about this. Marilyn Manson is a son of Satan. He sings for the devil. And Kanye West, basically, he had this movement where they were singing about Jesus, whatever. But you couldn't preach the gospel. The sacrifice on that false stage, which was an altar, was those dead, those eight people that died. You're looking at Satan in a ritual using the concert for that ceremony. Am I, am I right? You're absolutely right. If you look behind what's going on, go ahead, Pastor days. Chris. Go ahead. It's two different days. The, the one you're looking at now, that was October 31st. I was on Halloween. The other stage was Saturday night. Travis Scott. Two different stages. But I I know that there's a connection here. There's why would they on Halloween look at that? They're raising their be doing these ritualistic things, this what they call prayer, what they call a Sunday service, and then a week later, this is happening. Crowd surfing dead bodies. 
That's not even showing everything. Where they entered into the concert was an actual statue of a head of a demon shaped like Travis Scott's head, and they had to enter through the mouth of that demon in order to get into the concert. Oh, my God. They were being prepared for a ritualistic sacrifice. The music didn't even stop. Good God Almighty. God help and us. Kids, kids are playing this music right under the church's nose, man. Playing this music. Families, they don't know what you, if, if I always, when I'm in my house and I see headphones on, what you listening to? What is that? What you what you listening to? No one's no one's checking in with me. There it is, right there. They entered these portals to get into this concert. And they were being prepared for a ritualistic sacrifice. I did a little research, and there's a certain sacrifice Travis Scott. They said Travis Scott was trying to do in order to get more fame and more riches. You can call me a conspiracy theorist all you want, but I felt that the connection, as soon as I heard it happened here, I said it's all in line, it's all tied up, and we're in a spiritual battle, and the church is asleep. Even if you we're look so at this picture. Making our church look good and sound good, and people out there dying, being sacrificed to Satan Lord right there in front us. of everybody. Lord help us. This this is this is exactly. I mean, again, this is this is Babel. Look at yeah, yes, that's he's good. Built, to talk about it. It's a counterfeit. Exactly, that's fake fire. That's that right there. All of that is manufactured. It's never real. Mm-hmm. That's what the devil does. The devil can't create real fire. He manufactures fire. He gives you fake fire. He gives you false Come fire. He now. gives you strange fire. He'll give you everything else to make it look like it's just. Oh, this is what you want to be. At. This yeah. is where you want to be. Yeah. This is how you want to act. And look at. He's got his name everywhere. His name's on the on, on the ticket. His name is on 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 his shirts. His name is on the Making album. His name for himself. Exactly. Exactly like Babel, making a name for himself, building a tower for himself, building, trying to get everybody, trying to get everybody there with them in one sound, which is a perversion of what God is doing. God, see, that's, that's the thing. Uh, I was, I was talking with uh, someone and they were saying, well, I never heard of these things happening in, in, in the and the covens of the churches uh, of Satan, where they, they baptize them for the devil because that's. They don't let, they don't obviously put that out. But the thing is, everything the satanic church does is an absolute opposite perversion of what the Holy Spirit is trying to do. So yeah. this right here, right now, is them trying to come into one sound, one accord for Satan. This is a perversion yeah. of what God is trying to do for the church. Look at all how many people are at this concert, Pastor? Do we, did they say how many are oh. at how many attendance? Thousands, thousands, thousands. Yet on the other on the other flip side. On the stronger side, how many revivals were actually happening? I know one of them was that. The church is asleep. Awake, O sleeper. Awake, O sleeper. In the name of Jesus, awake, O sleeper. There are so many churches out there that call themselves churches that say, I love Jesus, I love God, yet they're not teaching the fire of God because they're too complacent. While you guys were talking, I was like, you know what? I ain't even worried about it if they if they come at us with cancel culture or they put us in Facebook chair. I don't care. 
I don't, I'd rather be canceled and consecrated than to conform yeah. and be comfortable. Come on now. Come on. Yeah, good word, Pastor. I'd rather be canceled and consecrated than being comfortable with the things of what's happening and being all conformed by the things of this world. I don't want it. I don't want this. This does not entice me. This does not encourage. I, I want to go to the Travis Scott concert. No. Look, at, I'm, I'm pretty, I mean, I'd rather blow out my eardrums at a revival with the shout uh, coming out from the, the innermost being from the spirit crying out for God. The sound of travail. I'd rather blow out my eardrums yeah. listening to the sound of travail than listening to this garbage. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. That's good. Looking at the picture, I don't know if you guys yeah. can see it that well, but looking at the picture, you have an eye, and you have a portal, and you have a mountain. Yeah. I don't know if you guys exactly. saw that. Wow. And I was looking at this, I just felt like Holy Spirit was saying, this is a false Mount Sinai of an encounter, but it's an encounter, yes, but it's an encounter with the devil. That's it. It's a portal no. in Houston being opened and awakened to challenge the, I don't know if you guys saw, <coughs> with the abortion law, the heartbeat law. In the same city or the same state. Mm, so you look at it. Yep. This is the demonic retaliation to life. And what does it do? It demands life. Oh. Drop it. Drop oh it. So it's the eye opening. It's a demonic eye. It's a demonic portal that they opened unknowingly. And even so, when you look at it, it's a portal to the nation. They do know. The oh people know. They do know. But the attendees don't truly know. They think it's just right. another concert. Exactly. exactly. Can I, can yeah, I tag exactly. on what Michael said? Listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. Uh, you might go to this concert. Oh, it's just music. Let me tell you something. He's talking about a portal. Your eye is a portal to your soul. Your ears are portal to your soul. The Bible says corrupt communication spoils good manners. And watch yes. this. Satan wanted them to gather them together in a certain territory, right, to bring them together as one so that he can be glorified, not God, but false worship, false sacrifice, false worship. But let me Satan tell you something for all those who are out there who think, ah, oh, there's nothing to this. Satan will take your soul to hell. He, he might glorify you. This, this Travis guy, he might be getting some fame and fortune and money, but in the end, he's going to bust hell wide open. You might say, Lewis, you cannot judge. I'm not judging anybody. But how come Paul said, how come Paul mentioned their name that they did much harm to him and that not to follow certain people? He named them. Come on now. God says, I hate, I hate Esau. He hated his nature. Gosh. Cain walked away from the presence of God. Oh. These people had heard the voice of the Lord, but they Jerry. walked away from the voice of the Lord. Uh, this is a warning for even Christians who wants to walk away from God and go back to that hellhole. <laughs> you want to go back to hear that garbage? Right. When you hear that Filthy, ungodly music, it will mess up any kind of morality you got in you. Mm. I'm going to tag My on to God. this. Go for it. So Pastor Jeremy's wearing a shirt that says Psalm 149. That was birthed out of Psalm 149. It says praise-filled warriors. What they're happening, they're praise-filled warriors for the devil. Now if yeah. the world can get excited over the lowercase g God who doesn't have power. Come on. But mm. we serve the omnipotent God. Come on. And if our praise is a weapon, mm. and God rides upon the shout, just reading this in Psalm 44, mm. that God rides and he dwells among the shouts of his people, and he is great, 
Come on. He is greatly to be praised. Yeah. Where did the fire of Pentecost go? Right? And I was speaking to the Pentecostal church. Because you claim Pentecost, Pentecostal fire, Holy Spirit, baptism. You claim the fire. Where's your fire? Where's your influence? Exactly. Look at this. You're telling me people don't, aren't, don't get excited. If you give them something, pastor, if you give them the real thing, they will praise God. Come on. If you give them the real thing, they're going crazy over a demon. How much more would they go crazy over the God of this entire That's earth? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. The Come creator on. of creators. Come on. The almighty one. Give them the real thing, pastor. And watch your people be set ablaze. Come on. Can't say They go crazy over demons. Watch as they go crazy over the Almighty One if you let them. Come on. And I'll say this. If you're in a church that doesn't let you praise God as he's to be praised, Psalm 150 says, praise him accordingly. I don't know if you know what that word accordingly means. That means if I give you a dollar, you're going to pay me according to that dollar. Whatever that dollar is worth, you're going to pay me according to that. So whatever God is worth, the eternal goodness... (coughs) The eternal mercy, My God. his power, if we're to praise him according to his worth, that means our praise never stops. Come on. Amen. And let me say another thing. I want to tag on that because I'm on my soapbox. <laughs> For these pastors who wants to stop the Holy Ghost fire in their church because they got a program. Oh, they got a schedule. Shit. Oh, uh, this is unorthodox. Oh, oh, I got to put things in place because I'm the pastor of the church. It ain't your church. Say it's it. the church of God. Come Jesus says Upon this rock shall I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You Y'all don't even know. You neighborhoods that are dying. You don't want to reach the lost because you want to keep it right there in your four corners to control because you're the pastor of the church. It ain't your church. <laughs> it's God's church, and that's what's happening. They've created a name for themselves. It's Babel all over again, which came to be created Babylon. They're, 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 they're recreating it. That's what's happening, and people don't want to open up their eyes. Come on now. They don't want to see, because if they see it, oh, I don't want to see the scary oh, things. Yeah. I don't want to see the, un- I don't want to see all the scary things. Please don't show me the scary <laughs> things. But guess what? Uh, well, we, we heard it on Saturday, and it was exactly right. The God that exists in the book of Revelations is terrifying, yeah. and that's who he is. It's terrifying. And we, uh, we must understand that we yeah. must have a fear of God, and that is what's left the world. They don't longer fear God because the devil has blinded hey, their eyes hey. to the true God. The yes. devil has blinded their eyes hey. to, oh, come on. They blinded his eyes to the real fire yes. and hey. all they've shown him is real. So what they're doing is basically, here's here's a real fire. They say, no, no, look over here. Look over here. I got something wrong. And then they'll give him something else over there. And they're discouraging him and distracting him. And that's why they are no longer seeking real fire because they're distracted by something that's not real. This picture is not real. It does not really this is cre- this is digital images of things that don't exist. Okay, this is these are pictures of what really happened. So if I can distract you on the fake, oh something that oh this is uh, all the the digital is. It looks real. Yeah. It looks like someone's there. It looks like something's happening there. Instead of actually seeing what God is trying to do, I'm going to distract you with what's not real and what, from what is. And that's why we don't have revival happening in churches. It's because they are not opening up their eyes. They're not opening up their ears. And we need to start praying that God starts opening up our eyes to see, our ears to hear, that we might receive from God. Amen. Hold on, let me tag in real quick. Go for it. Go for it. Come on, tag. I know you're going to try to say, well, if I just don't look at it, it doesn't exist. Oh, come on. If I don't think about it, it's not there. Ignorance is not an excuse. 
What you refuse to confront will overtake you. Come on. If you don't confront the wickedness that's happening in your territory in prayer, in preaching and evangelizing, that will overtake you. It's so important that we understand that. You can't overlook what's happening in the earth. Mm. Not, not knowing about something doesn't excuse you from it. Come on. Ignorance of the law does not prevent you from Come being on. challenged and, and, and tried by the law. Just because I don't know the speed limit doesn't mean excuse me. I, it excuses me from uh, not getting a speeding ticket. Mm-hmm. Just because you didn't know it doesn't mean it doesn't matter. You did. Sorry, that's what that's what speed traps are about. Mm-hmm. That's what they try and get you on. Amen, amen. And what Pastor Mike was talking about uh, maybe a week ago or so about the Great Commission that was in Mark chapter sixteen. Mm-hmm. Remember, you was talking about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a commission. And that's a command. It's an imperative tense, so that we would go out and reach the lost. Now, let me ask you a question, gentlemen. How could you sit there in your four corner of your church? The word church is the word ecclesia, which means to call it out. You're supposed to be taking territory. And you might be saying, is Crossway Church doing something? Is this body believers doing something? Yes, we are. We're doing something about it. I want to give some props uh, to Pastor Anthony. He was saying, you know what? You know why churches don't want to do it? Because it's a sacrifice. Come it on. takes some work. You got to get into the trenches. You got to put some work in. Come on. And that's from prayer, study, going out there. That's what we're doing. Don't sit there and say, well, are they doing something about it? Come to Crossway Church and you'll see if we're doing something. Again. Matter of fact, we want you to join us so we can get into the fire and burn. <laughs> what you need to do, I mean, I, 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 and I understand that we're, we're promoting the church. That's great. But I want you to, I, even if you can't get in here, maybe you can't get to, 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 to uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Maybe you live in, I don't know, yeah, maybe you live in Colorado. At. Maybe you live in California, yeah. wherever. Find a church that's on fire, though. That's don't, find a church. don't go to a church because, you know what, I want to feel good. That was a good service. No, we're not looking for a, just a good service. We're looking for a fire service, something that's different. Not that a feel go- yeah, good service. Exactly. A church and, on and, fire. And that's, that's what we're, uh, that they're sharing with. They were imparting that to us on Saturday. Yeah. On Saturday, uh, Fresh Start Church was, uh, they were speaking to how they were able to maintain uh, sustain uh, and, and build, build birth, uh, sorry, birth, sustain, and uh, maintain uh, revival. Yeah. So one of the things that they were mainly trying to encourage and say, it, it does cost. It's yeah. not easy. I had to look back at everything that we that we are, ourselves yeah. have. It cost us a lot. It cost yeah. us prayer. It cost us fasting. It cost us uh, uh, seeking God's word. It cost. Yeah. It cost us. I mean, I'm, uh, it's it's that sometimes I, where I think back, I missed some part. I missed some part, like family members' parts. And, and Isaiah even encouraged me the same way that said that there you're gonna miss some family events yeah. because the cost of what we are doing is not for ourselves. We're trying to build up the glory of God and the kingdom Amen. of God. Amen. We're not trying to rearrange the kingdom. We're not trying. That's what the problem that's happening with all these different churches is. They're trying to take fish from another fishbowl and put it in their fishbowl and they're calling it revival. <laughs> they're trying to take somebody yeah. else from here and pull it there and they're calling it revival. And that's not revival. Oh, our church is growing. We're really in revival. Oh, pastor, we're going to work uh, this weekend. We're going to have a revival. You don't have revival. You don't, you don't plan revival. You don't stage revival. Revival happens when the consecrated heart goes before God in repentance and say, God, mm. I can't do anything without you. I'm nothing yeah. without you. When the pastor decides and says, I am weak without God. I am weak without the, the presence of God. That's when revival breaks out. That's exactly what happened on Sunday. Yeah. 
That's exactly. And I was challenged by God to seek myself out, to seek my own heart and see what is going on. I've been wanting revival for so long and I did not realize it was me. I'm being honest. I'm being straight up because I had to realize I I can't do this on my own. I've been trying to yeah. do everything on my own. I've been trying to build it. I've been, let me see what we can do. Let's see what we can plan. Let's see how we can learn all this stuff. And I had to realize, my God, I was the one that was stopping it. Pastures, you are the ones who are stopping revival. That's a, I love that title, Doorkeepers of Revival, because you want to allow it to happen. You want the floodgates to open. You're the one who is stopping it. Unless you go before God and repent and say, I am nothing, and get off your tower. Get off what now. you try to build Come for yourself. Now. Get off your pulpit, Come pimp, on. and start preaching the word of God and start releasing fire that God can Parted on you. You shouldn't be holding it to yourself. You're not supposed to be saying, I received it and I want to keep it all to myself. No, it was never meant to just stay in you. It was meant to come out of you. Yes, you received it. Yes, it's in you, but it must flow out of you. Come on. But it's never going to do that until you repent. Oh my God. I had to do that. I'm being straight up. I'm yeah. being honest. I can't be honest, right? Yeah. Right? I'm a witness. I right. You guys all saw it. Yeah. I got to church yesterday. At about nine o'clock, at nine o'clock, uh, Pastor Anthony can tell. I know. I, I rolled in nine o'clock. As I'm getting off on Thirty Fifth Avenue in the ten, I was I was asking God all night. God, what is what is it? This I, if it's me, God, tell me, God, what is it? I feel like I yeah. feel now. I was convicted this whole week. I mean, I had you guys heard me yesterday. I had no voice. Even now, I'm still straining a little bit. But that's what thank God for mics. Um, I was, a second I got off, all I kept on thinking about was Eli's sons. Hophni and Phinehas. They were so comfortable with the presence of God that they were willing to take the sacrifice. And screw the women in the church. You're going to be raw. You're just going to be raw right now, okay? That's Bible. (laughs) Hear me out. Now check this out. I, I had to ask God because I look back at my life. I look back at my life. I used to be one of the worship members. I used to play you know, music. I used to play guitar. I played piano. I used to be one of the worshipers. And one of the worst things I remember myself doing was after worship was done, I'd go in the back and play around. And I think back to a lot of worshipers back in my time. Back, and, and I always end up having conversations with other churches. And they would tell, and they would even mention those conversations. Of, Why is it always the worship team that's always playing around the back? Mm-hmm. Got comfortable? Am I, am, I, am I wrong? Come on. Y'all remember those days. Don't lie. Don't lie. If, come on. You want revival. Mm-hmm. It's time to repent. So I remember doing that. <laughs> I remember doing that. Then I remember always texting or looking at facebook or or uh um or talking during uh, during church service or i'd go to the bathroom extra long and end up having a conversation with somebody in the back yeah and then i would do this check this out i had to tell my dad i was sorry last night because i did this i i actually went to my i went to my i was talking to my father online uh, on, on the phone last night and i asked him to forgive me i was sorry i would he would tell me he would ask me Did you enjoy the service? And I would lie and say, man, dad, that was really good service. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed what you were saying. And I would try to remember small tidbits so I could reply back to him and say, I was listening. Yeah. I had become Eli's son. I had become it. 
And I had to ask God, God, forgive me. Forgive me. Because you know what happened? The sound of revival was here. I went back and watched some of his services. Went about five years ago, 2013. I watched a service from 2003, Overcoming Strongholds. Just listening to five minutes of it, and I was thinking to myself, I heard this weekend also, we, we, we judge the vessel. We judge the vessel, and that's why we, sometimes we don't listen. I used to think, oh, that's just my dad. I used to think that's just my oh, father, yeah. and I wouldn't listen. And I was thinking about the same thing as I was watching. I was, sit, I was in here, working right here, watching it online, uh, on, online here. Yeah. And I was hearing, I was like, now, had that been Isaiah Saldivar, had that been Tony Suarez, had that been Paul Owens, had that been Kim Owens, it's preaching that same exact word, I'd be up on my feet, hallelujah, shaking, shaking my towel, and I'd be crying out. Yeah. Because that was solid word. But it was, in, it was because I was Eli's son so comfortable because of who my father was. And that's what happened. That's what I needed to break that. I wanted revival. I needed to ask God to forgive me for what was holding me back. Wow. That's good. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean you guys were all a witness. Sister Sylvia, Pastor Michael, Pastor Chris, you guys are all a witness. Was not yesterday one of the strongest revivals we had ever? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think I'm being honest. I'm. I'm sad. sad. It's sad. I've been the senior pastor for two, two going on, on two and a half years. Two and a half years, I've been seeking revival. In two and a half years, I was holding it back, and I had to ask God forgive me. Where are the pastors who are willing to step up and consecrate themselves and say, God, forgive me for stopping the sound of God coming out and flowing? That's why. Because why? Pride. All the way back. All the way back. It's pride. Pride will stop the sound of revival. Pride will stop the sound of God moving. Pride will, st- come on. Pride, yes, will st- pride will stop someone from going out on the street like uh, uh, Brother Chris and shouting out, God loves you. He yeah. saved me from a drunk driver. God will stop you from going out and hugging a homeless person because I don't want to smell. And even so, I'll let Pastor Chris second after this. But insecurity is pride reversed. Come on. Because it still focuses on you. But instead of saying that I'm so great, now you just say I'm so little. Yeah. <laughs> it's still pride, but it's just reverse of it. So I don't know, Pastor Chris, I know you, good. you probably have something to tag no, into it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Man. And uh, our significance and our security. And uh, it's, I, I just want to say that uh, I think that's very uh, powerful what you're mentioning, Pastor Jeremy, about your father and about your personal experience. Yeah. And I, I believe you opening up about that and recognizing it and being willing to respond to it in humility is what's because yesterday something different happened. We broke into something different. And it's more than just people jumping and shouting and, you know, having, it's there was something that was taking place. And the, 
I, I keep saying this, and I, I don't know if you guys think I'm, I'm saying it as a joke or what, but the only thing that will stop what we're seeing God do here is self. It's self. Mm. It's our significance and our security, our self. And as long as we all continue, you know, and it, it starts with you as the pastor of recognizing things in your heart that need it. And we all have to fall in suit and, and understand that we have to be repent before God. And the deeper we can go in that, the deeper this revival will root itself. Right. In looking and, and instead of going up and building a lofty place, getting down deep into the roots of what has personally held us back from seeing a true move of God, not only in our personal life, but that will just, just like ripple effect, just boom, 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 boom through the entire city that we're in. And it's going to start in that secret place of humility before God. The kingdom is flipped. And, and I just want to say, man, that it's, it's commendable to see, but this is only the beginning of what God wants to do. And I know two years seems like a lot, but it's really not. And to see a, the rapid move that's happened in two years, come on, give us two more, Lord. It's, and watch what, watch what happens because God oh, is man. doing something. It's better that it was two years than some pastors who have been doing it for 20. Come on. Yeah, come on. It's better that I, I thank God I found out sooner. Thank God I found. Yeah. Then I've I've seen well, past, I've seen pastors who are still living religious. The Wait. root of bitterness. Come on, I I don't understand how people can go back. I don't get it. I mean, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. I I go on pastors' uh, Facebook pages. I I watch them preach. And I'm like, you were so on fire when I saw you. What happened to this? We were, we were we had conversations on the phone. We we start talking, yeah. and all of a sudden, I I see their thing. All of a sudden, this is like, well, God wants to God wants to bless you and, and all this other stuff. But he's never real. They're never really pressing. They never really challenge people to go past the capacity. God wants to increase our capacity. See what capacity really is is this. Is this water is good in here, right? This is the capacity it's in. I want to increase it so that way they can be filled up with more. Now, my shout is, I, I've now built up a stronger shout because my, my voice is now stronger because it's, it's, it was basically worked out. Your strength, you can lift up heavy things because the more you lift, the, the strong. that is your capacity. But if you never go past your capacity, you'll never get stronger. So... People aren't liking that they're comfortable. They're not pushed past their capacity. They like the pastor preach a, a love me service. A preach me. Uh, 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 I can be blessed service. Preach me on how God loves me. How God encouraged me. God's always with me. He's never forsaken. No That's great. There's no challenge. no challenge. So there's never no challenge to go past their capacity. <laughs> no so accountability. Exactly. Yeah. So they're always stuck around going around and around the tower of Babel, getting themselves up. And it's not about going, creating your, your own tower to go high, to get close to God you don't got to go high on some tower you need to go low and get down on your knees Pastor, That's it. can I just say something real quick I just want to touch on this and I wanted to tell you my heart my heart okay uh, pastor pastor Chris 
uh, Pastor Jeremy, Pastor Michael, and my wife, we're all present here, and all those that are online, uh, I want to say this, and I'm and what I'm telling you is truth, and it's the presence of God is my witness. When I saw Pastor Jeremy on the floor prostrate, grieving in repentance, when I sat on the drums, my wife and I came to pray, but what I was telling me, what I was telling Louis, how can we even start the service? I didn't know what to do. But in my uh-huh. spirit, if you were, there was no way I could even, but I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there saying, the pastor is prostrate. How can we even start? God is my witness. That's mm-hmm. what I was saying. I didn't know what to do, <laughs> pastor, but I knew yeah. something was going on. Right. So I was just saying, because I was looked at Pastor Chris, I said the same thing I said. We don't need a, we don't need to have an official start. Let's just keep in the flow. We were in Waymaker and then one other song. I was just like, oh, what a beautiful name. I was like, dude, this is it. Yeah. I looked at and, and we said, didn't even do that it. during service. No, I wish we did, but hey, God, no, we, God like, does. Like all the songs, we were pretty much just rolling, and, mm-hmm. and that was the best part about it. See, people want to, like, like they were saying, they want a run sheet. They want a list. They want a schedule. What's on the list for the schedule? Stop looking at schedules. I, I kid you not. Okay, so here I am praying. Here I am praying. As I'm praying, my, my, my watch is buzzing. My cell phone is buzzing in my pocket, and I'm getting so mad. So I, I start ripping off my watch. I, throw, I, I, I don't even know if you guys saw me. I rip out my watch, I rip my, and I threw it ahead of me. And I was like, man, that felt so good because now I can start praying. And I, I wasn't even, and, and in my heart, I was, in my mind, I'm thinking, man, uh, what time is that? Don't worry. And I kept on saying, don't worry about what time it is. I start praying even more. I was like, man, I think it's almost time to service. Don't worry about what time it is. And I keep on going. And sure enough, the second time I heard it, I got up. It was like I don't even, I don't even remember fully the, the the thought that was going through my head. Yeah, I ran. I walked really really fast to the back, yeah. and I took off the clock. Off the, I was willing to rip out the wire. I was trying, and 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 no one knew what I was doing. No one it was like, "What is he doing?" Yeah. Right? Yeah. Pastor Anthony was like, "You okay?" You know, I walk in the the sound room. I give it the the clock to Brother Jesse. I was like, "Put this away somewhere," and I walk back in. I go right back to the floor. Because when we put a strict a, a limitation on God, when we put time limits on God, look at my watch is not even on. The only thing I have on my phone is because what we're going to get ready to do in a minute. Um, when we put a limitation on God, and we put a time limit, I say, "Well, we're only doing a lot of so much." Here's your here's your twenty minutes of worship. Your 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 uh, fifteen minutes on teaching. Uh, on, 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 on how you should be in church and how you should be giving and all these other things. And then all of a sudden, let's give our 10-minute um, sermon so that way we're out of here in one hour. You put a limitation on what God can do. Right? They like the feel-good of the worship because the music is good. They, they'll, they'll, they'll endure the, the giving part because at least they gave something so they can feel good about that, that they at least did something. And then they'll sit through a ten minute message because they don't want to really hear from God. They, they, they want to hear what they what they want to hear what they want to hear from God instead of actually hearing what God wants to tell them. Yeah, how hungry they hear, are they? Yeah, how hungry? Once 
we can sit through hours of Netflix, hours of Disney Plus, hours of, of binge watching television shows and never getting up once. And then all of a sudden somebody comes back. Have you even gotten up? No, I haven't even gotten up. And then we're able to sit down for so long through all these things, but never willing to sit down just in God's presence. Being amused. They're being entertained. They're being entertained. There's a, yeah. people are saying, you know, I I, I laugh when when uh, when when I see these people like uh, Beth or or whoever these uh, what was it Hillsong say we're not here to entertain you. Uh, it cost me fifty bucks to get in here. Yeah, apparently you are you are here to entertain me. Fifty dollars. So, yeah, some of those concerts are, and I get it what they're trying to do. But I'm I'll, brother uh, Pastor Chris, you remember uh, Carmen? Yeah, I remember Carmen. What did it cost to get into his conference or his his concerts? I never, I, I never went to a Carmen concert. I did. Yeah, what did it cost? Zero. Nothing. What, they asked you to bring something. What did they ask you to bring? Well, it was canned foods. Oh yeah. They right. asked you to bring a bunch of canned foods because the kids they gave it to the homeless. Yeah. He made he, a lot of his money was actually made off CDs and, t- and merchandise. Yeah. But to get into the concerts to receive of God and all the worship. Is basically free. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I went so, to. I went now, to now you know which concerts I'll never pay for. What are these Christian concerts that are mandating vaccine cards? Come on. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. we can well, get into that. We can get into that's, all that's that. That's another story, huh? I want to do something. We uh, go ahead. Let's do all the, the finish ups real quick, and then we'll get into the next part. Go ahead. I want to say before we end, let's just open up another can real quick. <laughs> um, yeah, there's two things you guys were saying that we need to touch on. Go ahead. One is about the kingdom is flipped. Oh, yeah. Babel and man is not flipped in the way we understand it. How do you get higher in man's eyes? You work your way up the ladder. Yeah. How do you work your way up the ladder in the kingdom of God? You go lower down, and lower. lower. Down on your knees. You yeah. grow roots in God. Yeah. You, you humble oh, yourself and yeah. his right hand exalts you. The lower that you uh-huh. go in God, the greater that he can trust you with his spirit and with his people, and he will exalt and lift you high. Mm-hmm. The way that you get greater anointing, take notes, the way that you increase is going down. Come on now. If you want increase. more power in your services, go lower. Come on. Pray more. Yeah. Fast more. Come on. Read your Bible for once, maybe. Stop watching TV and YouTube all the time because we babysit our mind, because God doesn't amuse us, because we have trained ourselves, because society has said, if I don't get pleased in 15 seconds, if you look at TikTok, you get 15 seconds, you can scroll up. You look at YouTube Reels, you get 15 seconds. They give you 15 seconds, you're not amused, you just scroll right through it. You scroll right through it, 15 seconds, you're done. You got the the, the capacity of a goldfish. Come on, man. And when we get to the word, we're like, okay, God. Here's your word. We don't even we don't even have a reading plan. We don't even come to his word reverently. We just say, okay, God. Um, Acts 4, Peter and John before the council. Eh, it sounds kind of boring. Judas hangs himself. Eh, I've heard that one preached. Psalms 3. Eh, I don't know. Uh, I don't. You know what, God? I tried. We come oh, to his word so irreverently. We don't put time into his word. We don't put come the on. work. We, have, we don't have the capacity. Now we're going to switch into capacity. We don't have the capacity for his word because we've never built and we never, and we never prostrate. Come on. Let him breathe. Come on. We never position ourselves for God. Say that. We never allow God to fill us. We say, God, you can have this and no more. And this is where it comes to surrender. 
the surrendered and yielded lifestyle. Come on. It's a surrendered and yielded lifestyle completely. Come on. You don't surrender to an enemy halfway. When someone is coming at you with a gun and you surrender, they take all of you. They don't, they don't cut your arm off and say your arm can stay there. No. Or you don't say, hey, I'll surrender, but you know, let me take my things with me. They're not going to let you take your things with you. Exactly. If you surrender to God, truly, <coughs> it's everything. everything. It's all or nothing. Yeah. When you are going to build your in, in a larger capacity, understand it's not of ourselves. <coughs> God does the work in us. He increases the capacity. We just must cry, Lord, stretch us. Lord, bend us. Lord, break us. Oh, my God. That's what I was going to be saying. Listen, God says in his word, let me just say this. God cannot use you unless you're broken. Matthew chapter 5 says it's the pure in heart that will see God. First Peter 5, 5 says he gives grace to the humble. But the proud he resists. Remember this, God hates pride. He hates narcissism, egotism. He wants you to totally surrender. Like you said, everything. It's either everything. You give up everything, and then God will bless you with the things you need. And he said if you delight yourself in him, he'll give you the very desires of your heart. Let those desires be God's desire. You want to be a broken vessel so you can fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm talking to all those our live streamers, those on Facebook, YouTube, whoever's watching. I believe what we should learn from this is that we need to be walking one with God. Come on. We need to be one with Come God. On. Come on. The Bible says if we draw near to him, he's going to draw near to us. us. So uh, James 4, 7 says, submit unto God, resist the devil, and he'll flee. We need to walk this walk and trust God that he's going to meet all your need. The Bible says in James 4, 10, that, uh, that if you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, he'll exalt you. Come on now. You don't exalt yourself. Right. Be led by his spirit. Trust God. And for all those that are that are born again believers that are watching, get into your word, read your word, and meditate on your word, and be a hearer and the doer of the word, because we preach the word. God bless. Amen. You have anything real quick before we start taking some calls? Yeah, you started talking about brokenness. Um, David, think about David, the most broken man on the earth besides Jesus Christ. Mm. He says in Psalm 51, you do not desire sacrifice or I would offer one. Mm. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire. So this is God's desire of a sacrifice. Yes. It's a broken spirit and a contrite heart. God won't reject it. God trusts broken people. Why? Because they know what it means to be broken. God can trust you with people because you've allowed yourself to be broken before God. We look at Jesus on the cross. Broken. Bloody and bruised. To save us. Trusted with all of humanity. Broken on the cross. Jesus said, if you want to be my disciple, you know what you must do? Deny yourself, which means to surrender yourself. Take up your cross. cross. I don't know if you've ever seen a crucifixion. I watched the Passion of the Christ, and that's the closest I've ever gotten. But when I see Jesus on that cross, it broke me. And now, and to think that I take it up myself breaks me. Come on. Why? It's not wow. a pretty thing. The cross wasn't glorious. It was glorious what happened, but Jesus on that moment was humiliated. Naked, 
broken, bruised, bleeding, stabbed in the side. Come on. And crown of thorns, he was mocked. Stabbed in his heart. So beaten, he wasn't even identified as a man. Isaiah 52. And we think that, and he is the most beautiful one, but we think that cross is some glorious little pretty thing. That taking up your cross is, oh, you know, just put a piece of wood on your back. No. You're going to die when you pick up that cross. He was a dead man walking carrying that cross. Come on now. You're a dead man walking when you carry that cross. Come on. Then when you're nailed to the cross, once you have died completely yourself, humiliated and hanging, for everyone to make a spectacle of you, having Roman centurion soldiers casting lots for your clothing, making jokes about you, and having people say, well, if he was the son of God, he'd come down. Look at him crying out to Elijah. Crying out to Elijah. Maybe Elijah's going to hear him. Being mocked. It's not pretty. But in it, in his death, life was released. God, help me. In your death to self, the life of God is released. When you try to move on your own strength, you are dead to Christ if you're alive to yourself. Pastor Chris, you got anything before we uh, move to, if you're looking it's, at, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's an admonishment just for any parents that are, that are watching today. Um, and this kind of is a callback to what we were talking about earlier, but because there was a ritualistic satanic sacrifice attached to that music. Right. Now, you can't just say, well, it's just music, and the kids are fine listening to it. Come on. And letting that slide. Understand that there's an entire agenda behind it. So pull them earphones and find out what your kids are listening to. Yeah. Find out what's going on. Hey, what are you listening to right now? Let me let me hear it. Let me let me tell me about that artist. Let me t- find out what's going on because there was a ritualistic satanic sacrifice attached to that music. Right. Not let it slide. We cannot let it into our home. Come on. We cannot let it into our children. Does Jesus take- approve of the music? Right. <laughs> would Jesus approve would Jesus approve of the music? Exactly. Does Jesus Exactly it goes deeper than that because the agenda of it was the sacrifice that demonic satanic sacrifice mm-hmm. and now to infiltrate the minds of young people. And we have to take a stand against it. We've got to, you right. know, play that worship music, play that, right. you know, there's Christian artists out there making good music oh, yeah. that are on top of the Lord. Right. And, and we have to take that stand because we're in a fight, man. Right. We are in a fight. I'm just saying, I'm going to, I'm going to plug uh, fresh start revival music right now. Just letting you know, it's on Spotify. Yeah. I'm just saying, Look, I mean, yeah. it's not just about Christian music, but it's about the pure sound of God. Come on. If you exactly. want to release the sound of heaven, the pure sound, you Eddie must plug James. into something pure. Eddie James. Right. And do, you so- know, and do you know music is spiritual and it can change your moods? It's yeah. spiritual. Music is a spiritual force. And in heaven, they're singing and praising God. Holy. So holy. music is spiritual. Yeah, I want to uh, open up. Uh, I I set up my phone to receive calls. If you don't know, I don't. 
know if we can get it on the screen. It's on the banner section. So let's see if I can get it up on the screen. Uh, not that one's on the bottom. Help me out. There is in the bottom, bottom right there. Uh, I'm going to put my, my cell phone number on the screen. If you need prayer, it could be anything. Yeah. Maybe you don't even want to say what it is. Just say, Pastor, I, I just like to, to have someone pray for me real quick. Maybe I'm going through sickness or um, I want to pray for a family member, whoever it is. I want to open up my I I literally have my phone connected. You can call me, and I will answer right now. It's, I'm hoping it goes through. I make sure I set up. I set it up so that way there's no call waiting. So that way, whoever gets in through first, that's fine, uh, and and we'll go and and we'll we'll make sure we dedicate time because I don't want people calling over and over with each other. I don't know if it's working. And just during the downtime, if you will, we're gonna go ahead and talk about that music thing again. Go ahead, because it's so important that we understand that it's not just a song and it's not just a movie. Mm-hmm. But there's spirits attached to everything. Mm-hmm. When you listen right. to that music, you're allowing a demonic spirit into your home. Come on. Talking about doorkeepers. What is a doorkeeper? There's somebody that watches and guards the door. And if you're falling asleep on that door and you've let it wide open, now even just an inch, if you give the devil an inch, he's going to take a mile. That's right. The Bible says not to give room to the devil. Let in your, let in your, letting the sun go down in your anger. Don't give room to the devil, it says in Ephesians. The Bible also says, help me, Holy Spirit, that you are the temple of the living God. Yes. And if you're the temple of the living God, Holy Spirit lives in you. It goes beyond what we even think. Is that what Holy Spirit wants to listen to? Come on now. What are we forcing the Holy Spirit to watch and mm. to listen to and to speak? In James, it says that our, our, there's power in our tongue. It is the untamed, uncontrollable force of man. Who can tame it? When the Holy Spirit fell, he came as the tongues of fire because the first thing God wants to do was give man the ability to control the tongue. There's power in that. Now, just talking about this again. What are we forcing the Holy Spirit to go through? I don't know if there's any calls. That's why we're, we're no, going, to, going to keep talking about this because understand we're temples. You're a temple. Yeah. I'm a temple. You're a temple. Pastor, you're a temple. Viewers, you're a temple. The Bible says we'll be held accountable for what we do to this body, whether good or bad. If you're a believer, you'll be judged for what you do to this body. So I'll say it like this, or you may say, you're being legalistic. No, I'm saying I'm being biblical. I'm being holy. Bible says to be holy as I am holy. That's God. That's his commandments. Amen. So if I have to question it, if I look at a movie and say, hold on, there's homosexuality in it, there's cursing, there's violence, there's murder, there's drug deals. Holy Spirit, is that acceptable? Really? And, it, and you know, if he convicts us about it, we still watch it. Now we're operating in rebellion. We're feeding the flesh. We have to be guarded against this stuff, especially if you want to be revivalists and doorkeepers and release the purity of God and be used by God. We're talking about this yesterday, consecrated vessels. We don't look like the world. John the Baptist, did he look like the world? Nope. Did he look like the world, Pastor Chris? Did he look like the world, Pastor Jeremy? Nope. He looked like a crazy man. <laughs> Clothed in camel's hair. Forgive me. <laughs> Clothed in camel's hair. Yeah, break our new table. Eating locusts and wild honey. Crazy. Shouting. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He was a crazy man. Crazy dude in the middle of nowhere. He go, it's like we going into, into the desert. It's like you were to go, <coughs> it's a, when you're driving north of Prescott or wherever, in the middle of the rural roads, 
You're just shouting, repent for the kingdom of heaven inside, and nobody's around you. It was a crazy man. He was out there just shouting. And he kept shouting until Jesus Christ entered the room. It's not about getting attention from man. It's about getting the attention of heaven. But I tell you what, John the Baptist had so much anointing. That's where you get the, the scripture, streams in the desert. This man had such an anointing that the people came to him. And he said that they must uh, be baptized for the kingdom of God is at hand. He had an anointing on him like crazy because mm-hmm. he had the Holy Ghost uh, in him when he was in his mother's womb. Yep. So all of our born-again believers, man, I'm just tagging on uh, Pastor Mike, is that you have the Holy Spirit in you. The, lo- the Lord had told me I can't watch rated R movies. And I remember my wife and I, we were watching certain things, and I said, you know what? I got convicted by the Holy Spirit. I said, I can't watch it. Turn it off. I can't watch it. So just be mindful of the things that you should be watching. There's so much out there that we could watch that are healthy. Uh, Bible studies, uh, Christian music, Christian movies, healthy things that we need to put into this temple. The Bible says in Romans chapter 6, this body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God dwells in you. It's just like certain foods you want to eat. You want to eat good food. You want to eat what I call soul food, the word of God. Drink the word of God, eat the word of God, and do those things that are healthy to you and for your children. Have you ever seen somebody swearing and cussing? See, I I, I grew up on the south side of Chicago. I've been on my own. They swearing and cussing from their mouth, and then they're going to tell their little brother, I don't want you to be like me. That's what they see. That's what they hear. They see you drinking a 40, smoking a joint. Slanging rocks, that means selling drugs. But they're going to tell their brother, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> Live by example. Praise God. Pastor? Amen. It's okay. If we do. Again, this is the first time we ever tried it. Yeah. I don't think people are used to it, so it's fine. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Okay. People, if you don't want to, it's all right. It's okay. Maybe you don't need it. It's fine. Maybe my wife could come. <laughs> she's right there. I know. She's been here this See whole time. She's been, See if it and that's the only thing. Is, is we've been noticing the text messages at the same time. Uh-huh. It's all right. It's new. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. God did. God said what he needed to say. God released what he needed to release. Amen. The Holy Spirit went like a wild goose. I know, man. Michael started we, it, man. We, <laughs> Before we started, I was like, guys, I'm going to keep it down. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, he was. He was literally whispering, just like, you know, God whispering. I, I said like this. Guys, let me keep it down. Let me keep it down. I want to thank God because I was convicted this weekend, this week. I want to thank God because he absolutely wrecked me. I needed it. I needed and it needed to happen because if the revival sound was to break out, I could not be the one that stopped it. I could not. I, I couldn't allow it. I needed to go before God. And that's what I'm I'm begging of you pastors who are watching us online. We had a pastor just saying, uh, watching from Pakistan. A new pastor. And I know Pastor Adil still watch, uh, uh, Adil, uh, Pastor um, Satish, you guys are all still watching out there in, in the east as well. Thank you. Thank you for preaching the gospel in an in, in un, ungodly country. I want to pray that this word doesn't leave your heart. That what is sown 
will be planted deep. I want, we're always, we always, 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 always make an opportunity to pray for those who can receive God. Again, it's not about a a, a, a prayer for a, tr- a tr- little treehouse. No, it's a, it's a prayer that God changes you, that you walk differently. See, I've seen people who 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 said, I want God to come into my heart. And if you just believe, that's it. That's all. You're, now you're born again. I've seen people say stuff like that. And then, no, it's about a change, a radical change from going one direction, now going a different. You not you must change. Find a church, get planted, and receive. And that's what our brother, Minister Lewis, is going to pray for. And I'm going to keep on praying. I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Michael to keep on praying that God, you started a fire to sustain the the fire, sustain revival. So as we begin to pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we thank you, God, because you are moving in this land. But God, I ask you, God, the seed that was planted today, God, let it not be a seed cast to the wayside. God, I don't want this to go away. I don't want the seed to die. I don't want this word to die off. I don't want it to do it. I don't want that to happen. I want pastors like Pastor Chris, who's over in Maricopa right now, God, in the name of Jesus, for him to rise up in revival. And not only that, but as he's walking out to his car, his neighbor catches revival. I want, as he goes to work, God, that he is now preaching the gospel and, and the fire is flowing off of him, God. I thank God, because as he gets ready to uh, to, uh, to pray after me, that God, that those who are watching, that they might receive a blessing, God. I, I pray that God, in the name of Jesus, that God, God, the word goes forth, goes forth and bears forth fruit in Jesus' name. I pray that God, that the seed is planted. Pastor Chris, can you pray that in the name of Jesus, that those who are listening, that they are not intimidated and then discouraged by anything around them, that they will rise up to be men and women of God. Father, in the name of Jesus tonight, God, we pull down the high places of Nimrod. Yes, God. We tear down the idols and monuments of man. Idols that have been placed on the altars of our heart that have contradicted your purpose and your will in our lives, God. We ask you tonight, Father, that you would open our eyes, God. Lord, that you would rebuild the altars of our heart. Lord, that you would places, the dark corridors of our mind and our heart, God, that you would begin to walk through these places, God, and open doors in our mind and our heart and reveal things, God, in the recesses, God, in the unknown places, the places that are hidden and held back, God, that you would begin to shine there, and you would begin mm. to love and you would begin to set us free there, God, and you would begin to show us, God, the reality of who you are, God, and what your purpose is on the earth. Hallelujah. Wake us up, God. Wake us up, God. Wake us up on the east side. Saturate the dry places. Revive your church again, God. We hold nothing back, God. We hold nothing back from you, Lord. Reveal, God, the sin. Reveal, God, the things that are dark and hidden, God. Shine in our hearts in a fresh way, God. We repent, God. We ask Lord, make us clean. Make us ready. Make us a bride without spot or wrinkle. Make us that spotless bride, Lord. 
We don't want the filth of the world anymore, God. We want you. Make us ready, God. Let the altars be filled with the tears of repentance once again. Let our homes be filled with the tears of repentance once again, God. Forgive us for our complacency. Forgive us dryness. Forgive us, Lord, for our apathy, God. Awaken us. Re-energize us with the power of the gospel once again. We don't want the high places, God. We don't want the high places, Lord. We want the secret place. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, oh. Jesus' name. I've got my Aunt Gilda all the way in Hawaii, I'm pretty sure. Aunt Gilda, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. You're calling for <laughs> prayer? Yes. Actually, I'm calling for uh, two of my friends. One of them is in Oregon. She lives in Beaverton. Her name is Naomi, and she's having some physical challenges with... Um, her mouth, and then we have um, Sister Artist over in New York who's having physical challenge with physical challenges with her with an ulcer in her stomach. So we can pray for both of them tonight. How to be? Yeah. Let's get into the word of God. Let's get into prayer right now. Father God, we thank you, God, right now in the name of Jesus, because, God, you are releasing healing right yeah, now, right, right where they are. Right now, God, yes. you are stretching from East Coast to West Coast, God. Your hand is not too short, God. Your ear has not grown deaf, God. We declare right now that their body shall come into alignment with the word of God. Your word says by your stripes we are healed. So we declare right now a 39 stripe stripe healing over all of Oregon, over all of, of New York, God. In the name of Jesus, let the fire of God pour out across the United States of America that all who hear my voice might receive the fire of God and let the fire of God burn out every sickness, burn out every infirmity. In the name of Jesus, we declare that God is rising up and the healer, the chain breaker, the promise keeper is rising up and they shall see that my God answers by fire. There is no one greater. There is sickness is a name. Infirmity is a name. COVID is a name. Ulcers and citrus. Rebellion is a name and they must bow to the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We declare that fire, fire, fire Fire fall from heaven. Oh, they might come at me with rebellion. They might come at me with anger. They might come at me with religion. You come at me with your God, and I will come at you with my God. And my God will answer by fire. My God will answer by fire every single time. My God will. You come at me with rebellion. You come at me with sickness. You come.
come at me with frustration, doubt, and, and anger, and, and, and shame. And I will come at you with the love of Jesus, the peace of Jesus, and the righteousness of God. Because he shall pour out his love. He shall show out his spirit in the name of Jesus. He shall pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And they will know that he is the living God. Yes. We declare it. We, God, your word is at stake right now. Your word is at stake. So God, answer by fire. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, God. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I love you, Aunt Gilda. I love you. Oh, man. We love you guys. We miss God you too. You. Amen. <laughs> All right. We'll talk Thank to you, you soon, okay? Praying. Okay, bless. we'll talk to you soon. Bless you. Come on now. That's the first one. That's we can. I, I have it opened. We can. We can call. We can keep it going. I know. I know you're feeling it. I'm. Amen. Sister Sills over here crying over here, and just. I'm telling you, we're gonna start opening God up this. And you can. We just have another revival service on a Monday night. Amen. Come on, uh, uh, Minister Lewis. Keep going. If I if I get a call, just be ready. But I'm just saying, okay. we're going to go ahead and uh, for those who would want to receive God, and those who are praying for those who are who are going to stand in the gap that their families might receive God. Go ahead. Amen. Uh, scripture says in Jeremiah chapter thirty three verse three, he said, "Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved in their household." Uh, Romans chapter three verse ten it says, "There's none righteous, no not one. There's none that does good." Uh, we've all sinned and come short the glory of God, and we need a Savior. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that Jesus Christ came. He died on the cross. He shed life's blood for the remission and forgiveness of sin. Come on. All you have to do is... If you believe and you feel the Lord is drawing you, according to John chapter 14, verse 6, uh, Jesus said, no one comes into the Father but by me because I am the way, the life, and the truth. If the Holy Spirit is drawing you, all you have to do is confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe that God raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For in John 3, 6, it says you must be born again, meaning that your dead spirit, is regenerated by God through the Holy Spirit, and you become a new creature and creation in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians five seventeen says, "Old things have been passed away; behold, all things become new." You're a new creature and creation in Christ Jesus. So, if you would just say this with me and pray the prayer of faith and believe for those who would like to receive Jesus Christ, Pastor, you can take that call. Praise the Lord. Okay, hold on one second. See on the phone, okay? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Hi. Who, who am I speaking? Hi. Uh, this is Shane. I, I actually I'm uh I'm I actually know uh Minister Lewis. How are you doing, uh, brother Shane? Hey, what's going on, brother Lewis? God is good, man. Come on. How can we help you, man? Uh, well, so we just uh, dealing with some. Um, it's uh, it's an infection, okay. and so uh, yeah, my wife and so we're we're just asking for prayer over that, and then uh, prayer over my wife's mom and sister's minds, uh, and just you know for them to be humble and 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 come to the Lord. Come on now, Amen. Praise God. Go ahead, Minister Lewis. You go ahead. Praise God. The, the Bible says this um, in Isaiah 53 and 5, 1 Peter 
two twenty four that by the stripes of Jesus were healed. Jesus received thirty nine stripes for our healing, not only for forgiveness of sin, but to heal us from sickness and diseases. Psalms one hundred three says that God says He will not forget, yes. uh, not to forget His benefits, who forgives you of your sins and iniquities, and heal you of all your diseases, and gives you tender mercies and loving kindness. The Bible says also in two places in Isaiah 59 and also in Ezekiel, I believe it's chapter uh, 22, verses 30 and 31, that we could stand in the gap. Uh, Matthew chapter 18, verse 19 says when there is two or more touching in agreement. Are we in agreement? Come on, we're in agreement. Not only. Amen. Does God hear your prayer? He's in the very midst. And anything that you pray for shall be done in the book of John chapter 15. So we're coming in agreement and believing yes, in the power of the Holy Spirit yes, God. to even deal with that infection. And you know what? Gonna, I'm going to speak to that infection. I speak to that infirmity. I speak to that sickness. Leave right now. Be loose right now. I lose that spirit of infirmity. On uh, Your wife's name is Ashley, right? Yes. I cast that out by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus. You know what? You have no place in her body. Romans 6 says yes. this body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you that you said in 3 John verse 2 that you wish above all things that we prosper, be in good health, even as our soul that prosper. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah, it says, heal us and we shall be healed. Keep us and we shall be kept and save us and we shall be saved. Thank you for the stripes of Jesus as we touch and agree and believe for your healing from that infection even by the roots I cast it out by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ and Father I thank you that Jesus is the bomb of Gilead I think thank that you, Jesus, Jesus is the healer he's yes. Jehovah Rapha I thank you Father God not only that for healing her heart her soul and her mind for according to Psalms 147 verse 3 that you come to heal the brokenhearted and bind up the wounds the hallelujah thank you that by the wounds of Jesus Jesus, how he was bruised for our, our, our iniquity. He was the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes and by his wounds, we are healed and we receive it. We speak and decree and declare it in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I've been praying for the minds of his family, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I pray that you open up their eyes. Father, we break that cataracts of their eyes and the blindness that they might understand and receive Jesus Christ Lord God open up their eyes that they can see open up their ears they can hear and hide your word in their hearts and draw them oh God draw them in why because it's your will that all men be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth and it's your will that all men be saved and come into repentance in the name of Jesus so I pray that the Holy Spirit will convict their hearts that they might cry out what must I do to be saved and to fall on their knees and receive Jesus as their personal Lord Savior, we come against that darkness. We come against worldly spirits. We come against anything that's trying to hinder them from coming to receive Jesus as yes, their Lord, Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, I rebuke you, Satan. I bind the prince of the power of the air. And Father, I thank you that the heavens are open, that they might hear, that God, you might hear, that there's no hindrance, that you might hear our cry. For you hear the righteous cry, and you will deliver us from all of our troubles. God, yes, we know that you so love the world. 
world that you gave your only begotten son that whosoever believeth in Jesus shall be saved. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, draw them in and thank you for the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus over uh, her lost loved ones. And I pray that the blood would be applied and that, Lord God, in Jesus' name, that you would draw them through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. God, that's why you sent forth Jesus to save that which is lost. Yes, so we thank you right now, God, for hearing and answering prayer. And give, we give you the glory, the honor, and praise. I even lift up Shane, give him peace. Lord God, that passes all understanding. Help him to continue to preach the gospel and be led by the Holy Spirit. And Father, bless yes, him in Lord. everything that he does in the name of Jesus. And meet not some, but all of his needs according to your riches in Christ Jesus. And we thank you for it, God. We bless your holy name, Jesus. In Jesus' holy name, we pray. And for his sake, we pray. Thank God. Hallelujah. And amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. Brother Shane, we're praying for you, my brother. We'll we'll keep you in our prayers. Do me a favor. We are we do this every Monday night. Uh, join us at seven o'clock, and we'll, we'll uh, if you ever need more, man, keep us. Let us know how everything's going. Okay. Amen. Praise God. All right, you guys have a good night. You Love too. you guys. God, God bless you, man. Love you too, brother. Come on now. Amen. Come on now. As we continue to keep this going, you yes. can keep. You can, if you want to call, call. Come on, the phone is open Jesus. now. Come on. Uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, that we're continuing to pray for revival, that, that God sustains Amen. revival, that we don't ever, ever let up. We don't take our foot off the gas. Come on. Revival is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Father, give us eyes to see. Give us eyes to see, Lord. Let us see the glory of the sun. Oh, let us see. Let us see. Open our eyes. Lord, we ask for the eyes south that we would see. For we think that we see when we are really blind. We apply your eyes self and we see clearly. Jesus, let the fire in your eyes become the fire. Become the fire in ours. Release the fire, God. Release your fire. Release your fire, God. Release your fire. Yes, God. Revival is the presence of Jesus. Jesus, you said, where my name is lifted high, I will cause and I will draw all men unto me. So we lift up your name over Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, God. Over Glendale, over Maricopa, over Surprise, yes. Sun City of Peoria, Anthem yes, and Sedona. Oh. Just type in your zip code. Come into partnership. Type your zip code as we lift up the name of Jesus over a territory. Over a city and over a state. Claim it for the glory 
of God. Claim it for the glory of God. <coughs> Revival is war. Revival is confrontation. So we confront all wickedness and all darkness and all complacency and all apathy. Confront us, God. Confront us, God. Confront us, God. Confront us. If we have been lax, yes, God, and complacent, yes, God, confront us, yes, God. Hey, 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 hey. Release it, God. Oh. Release it upon your We people. surrender. Yes, God. We want to see what you see. God, yes. We want to hear what you hear. Speak, Lord. We will become fools for the gospel. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh. Oh. Hey. Hey. Thank you, God. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 listen. Yes, thank you. Hey, 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 listen. Come on. You can't enter the kingdom of heaven carrying your pride and carrying yourself. Come on. You must die. You must become completely humble and humiliated. Thank you, God. You can't answer carrying yourself. Either you lay yourself in the narrow road. Or you walk upon the broad road of death. Either you walk the narrow road of life or you walk the broad road of death. There is no middle road. Thank you, Jesus. There is no alternative. Yes. Other than that which was laid. Other yes. than the way which is Jesus Christ. Yes. There is no other way than the narrow way himself, who is Jesus Christ. Oh. Oh. There is no other name by which we are saved. In the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus, the Son of the living God. Allah cannot save you. Buddha cannot save you. Come on now. Self cannot save you. Your works cannot save you. Everything you cried, everything you tried to accomplish, you will see that that day, as it is tested in fire, what was built for the kingdom of God and what was built for the kingdom of yourself. You cannot carry your car. You cannot carry your theology with you. You will carry the intimacy, the love in what you did for Christ. Allah will not save you. Buddha will not save you. Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints will not save you. That's another Jesus. But only the Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Only the Jesus Christ, the living Son of God, the Word of God will save you. Say that. There is one Jesus Christ, and He is seated at the Amen. right hand of the Father. Come on, He's alive. There is no other Jesus. That's right. There is other names of Jesus, but there is no other authentic Come on. name. Come on. There is no other Declare authentic it. Jesus. Declare it. Yes, say that. So I expose you, Mormonism, for what you are. 
I expose you Catholicism. You pray to Mary and you pray to the saints, but they don't hear you. They don't. They are idols. Idols don't hear and they don't see. Repent and come to Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Religious spirit, you come at me. I come at you with the sword of the Lord. Come on. And I come at you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey. You try to, to hinder my lungs, but the breath of God blows you away. He will blow the Antichrist with the breath of his nostrils, and he will destroy the Antichrist. In the name of Jesus. Hey! 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 You can't hold us back. You can't hold us back, religion. You can't hold us back, demonic spirits. We release the power, the rhythm of the life of the tribe of Judah. He is walking. He is walking. Hear the footsteps. Hear him walking. Do you hear him walking into the room? Pentecostal church, do you hear him walking in your service? Say it. Say it. When he walks, do you hear him? Or do you blow him off? Hear the lion of the tribe of Judah. Behold the Lamb of God. He was slain. He is worthy. There is only one (coughs) found worthy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. There is only one found worthy. Behold the Lamb of God. Hey. Oh, come on. Hey. We rebuke the spirit of Herod. The spirit of Herod that tried to. Praise God. Hallelujah. It is the highest praise. The spirit of Herod that tried to. That is the highest praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every baby at two years and under. And it's the same spirit that the Lord just revealed to me in this moment that has tried to kill this church in its infancy, in the two years and under. Also, Herod, responsible for beheading John the Baptist, and cutting off the head of the voice of the prophetic. We serve you notice, spirit of Herod. We come against you in the name of Jesus. When you thought you had this destroyed, when you thought you had it decapitated, God had a new plan. God had a way of escape. God had a way of advancement. And I declare now in the name of Jesus that when you have the victory, God is turning it around for good. God is turning it around for good. And in the secret place, we will expand. In the secret place, we will explode. In the secret place, we will stop on the head of the King of Herod and move forward in advancement and see a move of God in a fresh way. We release the voice of the prophetic. We release the voice of power. We release the voice right now of revival in a fresh way, knowing that we stood, knowing that we made it, knowing that we we stood against the trap and the tactics of Satan and Jezebel and everything else that is trying to come against. We now serve the notice. And just like David with the sword of Goliath, we take the sword of God and we capitate, we cut off the head of 
right now because God of glory thunders answers by fire God of glory thunders came into the room when you were looking for something it was God who entered the room when you were looking for glory it was God who entered so we thank you God for entering the room we thank you God for entering our lives we thank you God for answering prayers we ask you God right now that in the name of Jesus we will sustain this revival we will sustain what you are doing we will sustain what you're doing we cannot go back to the way we were we cannot go back to the way it's business as usual i don't want to go back to the way things used to be before covid i want fire stronger than ever was in the name of jesus god i caught it i will carry it and i will press it forward i have caught it i will carry it and i will press it out god let us become a revival hub in the name of jesus that every church that is around us shall catch fire in the name of jesus we declare every church within the vicinity of this zip code they shall catch fire because just like Samson who set the, uh, the foxes aflame we will set the field on fire for God and they shall see the glory of the Lord as an apostolic and prophetic action we're going to bang on the devil. We're going to bang down every demonic kingdom. Every day, just break it down. Everything that would come against this church, we're stopping and we're, and we're breaking it down. By the hammer of the Lord and by the sword of the Lord, we break down every Hallelujah. demonic yeah. attack that would come against this house. We come yeah. in the power of the apostolic anointing and we build the kingdom of God. And by the power of the prophetic anointing, we wage war against every demonic spirit against this house and against the people in this house. In the name of Jesus! Come on now! Release your amen! Release it right now into the atmosphere! Release your victory shout! Because God is answering! Do you not understand it? Do you not perceive it? Have your eyes been shut for too long that the second you open it, it does? It is so uh, foreign to you. God, let it not be foreign to me. Let fire not be foreign to me anymore, God. Let me be consumed by it. Let me be consumed by it. Some of you churches have been looking at fire like you've been looking at a campfire. And God is saying, I want you to be barbecued. I want you to be consumed. I want you to to be wrapped. I want you to be all oh, so on fire that everywhere you go you leave burn marks. I want you to be so on fire that everywhere you go there is scorch marks because you set everything else ablaze, God. Get out of the kiddie pool. Oh, come Stop on. playing with water making yourself look like you're in the move of God. But jump into the deep. The Spirit of the Lord says jump into the deep. Oh. Stop playing in the kiddie pool of religion and get into the deep things of God. Yes. Get out of it, Pastor. Stop looking like you're in the move of God when you're just splashing yourself in the shallow end of Christianity. <laughs> Jump into the deep end. Jump into the rivers of God. Jump into the rivers of God. Stop splashing the water. Stop playing in the kiddie pool. Stop playing in the kiddie pool. Come on now.
I don't know about you, but that was revival up Amen. in here again. Amen. Come on, Pastor Chris. Am I right? God. Man, we thought it was going to, we only got through five verses of Genesis 5. <laughs> well, hey, five is the number of grace, brother. <laughs> Yo, we told you. Amen. I, we said it yesterday. We ain't going back. Things aren't going to be the same. Y'all, we got how many people? We got 14 people still on. And that's fine. Glory. We had, at one time, we had to, but you know what? Y'all are still here. Y'all are still hearing the word of God. Y'all could have ended a long time ago. Pastor Chris could have went to bed a long time ago. But you know what? When you catch fire, you can't sleep. When you hear the voice of God, voice of God will wake you up in the middle of night. Rise up, Samuel. Rise up, Samuel. Come on now. Man, I don't even want to stop. I'm going to be honest. Come on. That's what we were talking about earlier. Pastor Chris right here. We were talking about. This book, man. We on it, Pastor Chris, right here. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, say it, Pastor Chris. Praise God. What what we were talking about earlier, Pastor Jeremy, everybody's preaching to grow their churches. No one's preaching to shrink them. Come on, somebody. Come on now. It's like Jesus didn't preach, eat my flesh and drink my blood so he could grow a cute little church. Come on, somebody. (laughs) He he preached, eat my flesh and drink my blood because he knew wasn't everybody going to follow him. Yep. And the church today needs to just wake up and understand some people are going to leave, and that's fine. God's going to bring the people that want revival. Let's let's get it done. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Man, I don't, let's get this fire who, started. I, I didn't, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, we need to invest more in this stuff because apparently this is – that was awesome. We had, yeah. That call came in from Casa Grande. Man, that's – The earlier call from my aunt, she's yeah. from Hawaii. Love it. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to, y'all should come in and join us. I'm going to open it up next Monday. Okay. Next Monday. It's been on my heart, and I know we were, we were working in Genesis. I know we want to continue that, but God, I'm going to continue this. We're going to, next Monday, y'all get ready. Okay. We're going to Jeremiah chapter 2. Oh, Jeremiah chapter Jeremiah two. chapter 2. Come on now. God is needing some people to get some spankings up in here to, to get to get right with God. You need to stop playing with God. I mean, it's, it's time. It's time. We, we've been playing around with we've been playing around with the Holy Spirit like he's a toy, and it's time for us to start rising up some warriors that know exactly how to use their weapons. See, the thing is this: this is just a dull blade if you don't know how to use it. It's when you actually let it come out of your mouth that it's sharpened. It's, it's now a usable weapon when you actually know how to use this. Come on now. Come on. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Oh. And I'll say this as a teaching moment. Come on. Some of you are trying to wield, wield the sword of the Lord with a weak arm. Come on. How do you strengthen your arm in prayer? Come so on. Praying and reading your word. That's how you properly wield the sword. I Come use on. this as a teaching moment. Come on now. Well, I want to thank you all for joining us. If you want to ever get more notifications, trust me, we're always on. We're on here. We do this every Monday. Uh, the only Monday that we're not doing it this month is the Monday before Thanksgiving. I want to give okay. you guys a great, you know, time to spend with your family. Okay. Uh, don't forget, also, we do not have War Room that Wednesday as well. I know a lot of people are traveling out of town, but I encourage you, spend time in the Word of God. Because of what God has done for you, you should be very thankful for what He's done for you. Amen. Come on. Can you say amen? Amen. So, amen. Uh, if you want to join us online, it's, there's a number, 602 602- 
671-2300. If you can help me put that up there, Michael, on the, on the banner on the bottom. All you got to do is text the word Bible to 602-671-2300. You'll get notifications when we go live. I even try to send the links. I don't do usually do the Facebook links. It's a little harder to do because Facebook doesn't let you do a small link. YouTube does. So whatever we get, we get. That's fine. Just click the bell. All you got, you'll get notifications when we go online. Follow us on Facebook and hit say I want to get the notifications. You'll you'll know when we're live. Um, uh, don't forget we have War Room this Wednesday, seven p.m. Am I right? Yeah. Are, are, is it awesome? Yeah. Come on. Last week I saw. I thank yeah. you guys for for doing what you did. It was that awesome. Was I'm telling you right now. Amen. If you thought Sunday was good, if you thought tonight was good, I'm look. I'm looking forward to the, the future services. Uh, we have Sunday morning service at 10 a.m. here at the church, uh, 3464 West Earl Drive. Join us and cut covenant with us. I'm telling you when I say, if you're looking at a church that's never taught the gospel, and it never taught you that you need to get right, maybe you're not in the right place you need to be at. I'm not saying go to the cross, but I'm just saying you need to find a place that, again, you could be in Colorado, you can be in New Mexico, you can be wherever. You need to find a fire-filled church. I'm not just saying, I'm, I'm grateful for Crossway Church, but I'm not trying to steal people. That's not what I'm about. I'm about growing the kingdom. I'm about to expand the kingdom and getting people on fire for God. If you find a church that's on fire, oh, come on now. If, if somebody is hungry and thirsty for Christ and they want to catch fire, they can come here. Amen. Come on and join us. And again, I want to emphasize, because Shane wanted to come with his wife, uh, it's Sweet E. It's Sweet E. Okay, Sweet E. Yeah. Okay. he was yeah, here we... on Sunday, but he went to the wrong place. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you'll, you'll find us. We have Crossway written all over the place. Yeah. Okay, find us. If, you, if, if anything, you guys have this number. You can actually call that number on the screen. It actually goes to my phone as well. Join us. We have an awesome time. We're so excited that you did join us. We're so excited that you're with us. Um, again, if you need prayer, text me, call me. That number still works. Uh, have a blessed week. Pastor Chris, thank you so much, man, for hanging out with us this whole time. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We're, trust me while I'm saying, uh, I know for a fact now that, that we've got this thing going, we're going to invest more into what we're doing. There's going to be a lot more happening. It's got a lot more going. Be blessed. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you on Wednesday. Fight the good fight. Run the races to win the prize. But above all, keep the faith. Thank you for joining the Crossway Church Sermons Podcast. If you are blessed by this message and would like to donate to our ministry, visit our website, www.crosswayaz.com and click Give.